the gold standard of paranormal radio. And now, here's Gene Steinberg. This is going to be a fascinating episode of the Paracast. We'll be talking to Ryan Skinner. He's co-author of a new book called Skinwalker Ranch No Trespassing, True Stories and Secret Files with D.L. Wallace. And a little bit later, we'll be hearing from a couple of our listeners, of course, our old friend Gogs Mackay, and another guy who uses the name Ryan, but we'll call him by his middle name. He's a regular in our forum, so we don't have the multiple Ryans like we have the multiple Chris's that occur every so often. Before we get started with Ryan, I wanted to mention something we have as a forum topic that may interest a lot of people, especially in light of the fact that last week we had Kevin Randall on the show. And he mentioned for a bit the MJ-12 controversy. So somebody starts a thread in our forums mentioning Bill Moore as to whether he's responsible for a good portion of UFO history. Certainly he's one of those responsible for the early revelations about Roswell and then MJ-12. But what else, Chris? I mean, you know, Bill Moore is very, he's just an intriguing character. Uh, He shows up in all the wrong places at the right time. And, of course, his big mea culpa in the uh, late 90s, or late 80s, rather, at the Las Vegas uh, MUFON uh, conference really dropped a lot of jaws. And he's really been kind of persona non grata ever since. Uh, I have not seen his name really uh, relating to any sort of current activity. We do know one person that's been in touch with him, but, you know, he's literally dropped off the map. I'm not even sure where he's located now. I know Jim Mosley was in touch with him, but since Jim Mosley is not in touch with anybody anymore, unless he communicates with us from the afterlife, where do you go with that? I don't know. I think other than Roswell, I can't think that he had all that great an influence. Well, yeah, he was involved in the Benowitz affair, uh, I think, which is a, a very important case, uh, number one. And number two, his involvement uh, is, is rather nefarious. Uh, he really helped uh, AFOI, the Air Force Office of Intelligence, to, to well, inadvertently drive Paul Benowitz crazy. Well, and, that too. Uh, but I'm thinking in terms of major UFO developments that have existed for a long time and have impacted UFO history. Roswell, yes. Benowitz is a secondary issue. MJ-12 well, the Dulce, is... the Dulce base gene uh, sure. is all derived from that original... That's true. Phone call that Benowitz made to uh, to Kirtland. So sure, but is that something we're still really worry so much about? We talk about Dulce occasionally. We've had shows upon it, but it doesn't necessarily mean it's a major issue of UFO history. Roswell is, but Roswell research was picked up by a lot of other people. So whatever Bill Moore did, anything he may have produced has been independently confirmed or not confirmed. So I don't know. I guess he had an impact to some degree because of the things he was engaged in in the 1980s. But on the long term, I don't know. Well, you know, it's a big subject and it's worldwide. You can't really just look at American uh, cases uh, exclusively and, and hope to, you know, figure anything out. It's a, it's a worldwide phenomenon. And Bill Moore's involvement in the Roswell incident, I think, could be likened to some sort of uh, possible involvement in disinformation, uh, similar uh, with the Dulce story. But again, it's a huge subject, and uh, I don't really see his role as being, you know, historic in any sense of the word. Uh, of course, Roswell and Dulce are 
part of the lexicon now and, and real buzzwords out there. There's a lot of misinformation, I think, uh, floating around out there about these cases, which were balls that kind of were started uh, rolling by Bill Moore and others. Uh, Richard Doty, uh, of course, with the Dulce uh, material. Stanton Friedman obviously was involved with the original contact of Jesse Marcel in he seemed to have glommed on to some interesting uh, scenarios back in the late 70s through the 80s. But like I said, since 88, 89, he's disappeared. Well, and then, of course, we were looking at another subject here, and we're not going to get into it this week. But we did pass the June 24th anniversary, 67 years since Kenneth Arnold had his sighting. Kind of wondering here if Kenneth Arnold's sighting had not been reported or given the amount of publicity it did receive, where would the UFO field be? It's interesting. Yeah. yeah would it have been just a sideshow? Would we be here doing this or maybe doing something where you can actually earn a living? Let's get to our guest, Ryan Skinner. You have done a lot of ongoing investigations into the Skinwalker Ranch. Why do you keep on keeping on? Because uh, the stories keep pouring in from the ranch and the ranch area. You mentioned a lot of historic cases that have come and passed, and this this really is a story that's still being written. I think uh, that part fascinates me. We have a hot spot right now that that's active, and it's uh, producing more and more unusual phenomena every time. Every time I check my email, I get a new story, so it fascinates me. Every time you check your email. Uh, once a week, I get a new story. About once a week, the forums constantly updated with something going on out there. And my own experiences that I've mentioned in the past on the show, I've had my own encounters that have confirmed the high level of oddities going on out there. Yeah, and it's not just the ranch either, uh, as Ryan points mm-hmm. out in his, his new book. You in a basin, and that whole area is just filled with all sorts of bizarre occurrences, most of which don't ever see the light of day outside of the local region there. Yeah, the, the book really is titled uh, Skinwalker Ranch. I think that's kind of where I cut my teeth was on that subject. However, I've expanded it to include the stories really of the whole uh, Four Corners region, um, but but really trying to fix a little bit or narrow or target in on, on the ranch and the surrounding properties and surrounding Uinta Basin. But but that region, for whatever, has some theories, but the region in general is uh, a plethora of, of experiences and a wealth of stories still going on. Ryan, let's go into that background. Why do you think so many strange things are focused in this particular region? Well, initially starting out, um, I was just uh, fixated on on the ranch in general. Just, you know, the, the ranch is the hot spot. And there, there's, there's obviously there's, or the assumption is there's some sort of portal on the ranch, uh, which there most likely is some sort of rift in time or space or multidimensional wormhole going on out there. But but the more I, I delved into the, the topic and the more uh, people I've connected with, th- th- there's multiple um, portals that are out there um, that are all potentially interconnected, but but they're all kind of housed in this Four Corners region. And, uh, boy, <laughs> gee, what was the story? I, I got a little off track there. What was the question? Well, it was about what is there about that area that attracts it, but you're explaining about the portals. Oh, this is almost like the TV cool. show. I've mentioned this before, Primeval. Ever see that? A British TV show where mm-hmm. they had these anomalies or portals that would appear spontaneously, allowing transportation back and forth. In that case, it was mm-hmm. a time travel shtick, I think. But Yeah, dinosaurs. 
Exactly. Always dinosaurs. And it was always a different dinosaur every week. You wondered why only one dinosaur or one family would venture forth in the following week a different family. It was right. not the same family just coming back every week. I, I don't think they had the budget to do multiple animals. So that's pretty expensive. Well, you know what it is. Look what it costs to make Jurassic Park. In the movies, you're doing a TV show. Sure. You've got one 200th the budget, if that. So you can't do it. But ser- seriously speaking, Ryan. But what's unique about that region, and there is one unique thing about that region, is, it's, uh, is it was the stomping ground of the Pueblo and the Anastasi uh, Native Americans. And uh, and also the the basket weavers uh, as well, and that that was their home region, that was their their territory, and for whatever reason, that area is of of all across America. I, in my opinion, and my experiences, uh, there are multiple portals in that region, and similar occurrences with with what's going on with out there with not only the Skinwalker but UFO sightings um, within within their territory. And that's the common that's the common bond that I'm coming up with. That perhaps something happened in ancient time where they tapped into. I, I mean, this is all speculation, and I do not speculate in the book. Um, but uh, perhaps they did tap into some sort of spiritual doorway or open something up that that's still open to this day. Ryan Skinner um, is joining Gene and Chris. More to come. You're in the Paracast. First came Attack of the Rockoids, and it was a critically acclaimed success. And now there is the coming of the Protectors. A former military intelligence man is contacted by a space woman in a dream. A dream that turns out to be a nightmare, because evil forces on our distant planet are planning to conquer the Earth. This is gripping science fiction of the classic kind. Attack of the Rockoids and the coming of the Protectors. Find out more at Rockoids.com. That's Rockoids, R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S, dot com. So here's what happened. I was placing an order online. The site went down. It took hours before it returned, but I had already placed the order with another company. If your site goes down, you could lose business. And if you have a business or personal site, you'll want to know it's easy to run and it will stay online. At iWeb, your site is hosted on one of the most reliable networks in the world. Talk to a sales rep at iWeb.com. Use the promo code TECHNIGHTOWL for a special discount. Gold, it's like nothing else on Earth. From the Romans through the Renaissance, from the Industrial Age to the Space Age, gold has weathered the test of time. For 6,000 years, gold has remained the ultimate store of wealth. According to the World Gold Council and the U.S. Mint, demand is at an all-time high. The stage is being set for the reemergence of gold as the common-sense alternative to a fiat paper currency that gets weaker every day. Midas Resources is proud to offer the hard-hitting report that arms you with the truth you need to protect you and your family from the Fed's plans for your hard-earned money. Don't gamble with your future. Call Midas Resources today and ask for your free copy of As Good As Gold. Call 1-800-686-2237 for the report the Fed hopes you'll never see. As Good As Gold can be yours by calling 800-686-2237. If you have ever thought about owning gold, you must read this report. Call Midas today at 800-686-2237. 
We all know that Berkey Water Purification Systems are the most trusted name in water filtration. As an authorized Berkey dealer for over six years in serving thousands of satisfied customers, the Berkey Guy offers amazing specials for Berkey Water Filtration Systems. The Berkey Light Systems include a set of self-sterilizing and recleanable black purification elements that purify water by removing chlorine, pathogenic bacteria, cysts and parasites to non-detectable levels and remove harmful chemicals such as herbicides and pesticides. Order the Berkey Light System system today complete with two black Berkey elements for only $231 and the Berkey guy will ship your order free of charge. With the purchase of a Berkey light, the Berkey guy is also offering a set of fluoride and arsenic filters for only $39.99. That's over 30% off the retail price. Call the Berkey guy at 1-877-886-3653. That's 1-877-886-3653 or order online at goberkey.com. That's goberkey.com today. The human body is extraordinary. Despite all the stresses we inflict upon it, it still works hard to stay in balance. Thousands upon thousands of people rely upon heart and body extract to help their body stay balanced. This excellent 100% natural herbal formula helps maintain healthy blood pressure levels, cleans arteries, promotes good circulation, balances cholesterol, and more. HB extract paired with healthy lifestyle choices like good nutrition and exercise can give you a life free of pain, sickness, and fear. Recapture your youthful vitality and experience your body healing itself with the aid of HB extract. It's extremely effective and it starts working in just days. Visit hbextract.com to learn more and to read scores of testimonials from satisfied customers. And we've never increased our price in over 10 years. That makes heart and body extract as great a value now as it was the first day we sold it. A healthy heart is a happy heart. Call 866-295-5305 or go to hbextract.com. We'd like to hear from you. If you have a comment or question about the Paracast, send it to news at theparacast.com. That's news at theparacast.com. And don't forget to visit our famous Paracast community forums at forum.theparacast.com. We have Ryan Skinner joining us. He is involved in a new book called Skinwalker Ranch No Trespassing. And we're discussing the window areas or portal areas that seem to attract an unusual number of strange events in and around the Four Corners region. One of our listeners, and we're going to call him Shane because his name is also Ryan, is listening in, and he may have a question to drop in every so often. A little bit later, we'll hear from Gogs Mackay. So, Shane, welcome aboard. And he has no response. Shane. <laughs> hey, guys. Can you hear me? We can hear yeah. you. Okay. Okay. Now, just tell our listeners again, what's the name that you use in our forums so they recognize you? Well, it's R-Y-G-Y. It's kind of an odd name. It's I, I don't know how really to say it. I, R-Y-G-Y-W-A. Anyway, you yeah, can call I, me Shane. I call it Riggy Wah. Yeah. Okay. The odd Riggy Wah is there listening. He'll have some right. input. Okay. Ryan, I want to get back to these window areas. Now, however they emerged... How wide, in terms of square miles, is Four Corners? Can either you or Chris define that? Well, it depends on whose definition you want to go by. Of course, anytime you hear the word Basket Weaver, Anasazi, uh, well, these well. are all considered by the Hopi Indians to be ancient Hopi. And Anasazi mm-hmm. is actually the Dene word or the Navajo word for the ancient Hopi, which means ancient enemy. So it's kind of an insult if you're ever in 
mixed company and have a Hopi uh, around you, don't ever use the word Anasazi. Oh, well, yeah, now, no, of course, you can't say Redskins either. No. And uh, also, the Hopi uh, word for Diné uh, translates to head pounder. So I'm not even sure what that word is. I'm, I'm not quite sure I'd ever use it because I do visit the uh, Navajo Reservation quite a bit uh, on my job. But uh, the Four Corners area, if you look at it from the Navajo description, it, it is uh, encompassed by the four cardinal mountains, so the four sacred mountains, which would be Mount Taylor, which is just west of Albuquerque, would be the uh, uh, mountain of the south. Blanca Peak up in the San Luis Valley is considered the um, you know mountain of the east, which is the place where all thought originates in the, the Diné tradition. Above uh, Durango is Hesperus, which is a mountain of the north. And then the San Francisco Peaks just up the road from me here uh, outside of Flagstaff would be considered the mountain, uh, sacred mountains of the west. Now, any of that land that's encompassed within that those four cardinal uh, point mountains would be considered the four corners. When you get up into the Uinta Basin, it gets a little bit more tenuous up there. Uh, the, I don't think the Hopi really spent much time up there. But that, again, is one of those few areas in the country where you had regional groups of Indians overlapping. You had some of the uh, Great Basin Indians, obviously, uh, the Ute, the Paiute. Uh, you had uh, other nomadic uh, Indians passing through there. From the northern Rockies, uh, the Shoshone, I think, uh, came down. Uh, you had uh, Indians coming all the way from uh, from out west, uh, the Paiutes and, and others. And possibly there were forays up into the area by the Hopi and, and some Diné. But uh, the Diné, of course, were late arrivals. Uh, the Utes had been there for thousands of years, or many hundreds of years, let's put it that way. And the Diné arrived about 100 years before the Spanish, so... Uh, there's one theory that suggests that they were chased out of Mongolia by Genghis Khan in the 12 and 1300s and arrived in the southwest in the 1400s, 1500s. Well, I'm trying to understand here, though. Do we see here, for example, that the presence of so many Indians in this region is what attracted or created the existence of these portals? Uh, before Ryan answers that, I'd like to chime in here a little bit. Uh, that area is was not really... Uh, you didn't see that many people there. It's it's really difficult country to live in, uh, especially mm-hmm. south uh, into the lower Uinta Basin and parts of uh, around the San Rafael Swell. You're going to see most of your settlement uh, or activity around the rivers. And once you get in between those rivers, uh, it gets really hot and austere and dry out there. So. As far as the portals being created by the Indians, I, I, I don't think that that would be the case. I think they would stumble on these places, observe them, and either uh, avoid them or maybe the medicine man or the, uh, the elders or, the, or the, the ones in the medicine societies might attempt to try to utilize whatever types of activity was going on there or try to communicate with it. But for the most part, these places were spooky and... And they tended to shy away from them. What have you found in your research, Ryan? There is some truth to what you told me. Um, I have spoken with uh, several. I've spoken with uh, several tribal members uh, from from the U tribe, and they've they've relayed to me that one way of finding a potential way of finding these portals is uh, some of the some of the older books would actually lay out the trails that were taken by some of the ancient tribal members. And uh, based on those trails, you look where they deviate significantly. And, and the theory is that, that they're trying to walk around these, these portal areas. They're, trying to, they're taking the, you know, a left turn or a 90-degree angle right where they know uh, forbidden land would be or, or where one of these portals might be open, opening up. 
And uh, they kind of clued me in or, or hinted to me that if I really want to find these, you'll really study these old maps of, of their, the routes that they would take and, and look for that deviation. Um, on, the, on the other hand, I've also heard a lot of stories of uh, especially the practice of creating a skinwalker and some of the, the ancient religious practices were not necessarily all altruistic and, and positive. There was, and, and this is not the case in general of the religion, but there, there really was some horrific things that had happened. There was some what, what we might consider nowadays you know, black arts or witchcraft like what I guess modern Western culture would label as possibly witchcraft like uh, practices. And I don't know if, I, again, it's speculation, if, if that was worked in conjunction with what, like, uh, what Chris had said, discovering one of these portals and working with it and somehow tying into the, the oddness that would come out of it, or if, or if that actually spawned the portal itself and these things that were coming out of it. That, that part's unknown. But I do know there was some sort of recognition by the tribes, or again, I don't know for sure, I can't say that, but from my studies, I'm finding a correlation between these ancient tribes and their recognition of these portals, their acknowledgement, recognition, and, and use of them. Um, one interesting thing on the ranch itself that I don't know if it wasn't really pointed out too much in my first book, it's discussed a little bit in the second book, is there are several structures, ancient structures right on Skinwalker Ranch and the surrounding properties. They appear to be uh, like Pueblo-type uh, mud and brick-type uh, structures that have just been ravaged by, by time and, and the elements. And I always, I always thought that was kind of fascinating that um, that may be uh, evidence of, of one of these ancient uh, tribals' practice in that area. Well, maybe they're monitoring that immediate it. area. Maybe they were monitoring activity. <laughs> Just like Bigelow's uh, watchtower. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Now we got Bigelow's tower built there. All right, so if I traveled to the Four Corners, and I've never been there, I know that Chris considers me to be a hermit. I do get around occasionally. Occasionally I leave the starship's lair and I go out and about and I try to discover things. And I go to this region anywhere there. Would I feel, would I sense anything different or just be whatever it is? We'll figure this out more. We have Ryan Skinner joining us. We have, we call him Rigiwa from our forums or Shane lurking in the background. You'll hear from Gox and Mackay shortly. With Gene and Chris, you're in the Paracast. Independently leading the way for the nation. Compelling talk for every political persuasion. We are GCN. Is there a secret UFO agenda? Do strange creatures from the darkest corners of the mind roam the earth? Is there evidence for mind control, time travel, or devious government conspiracies? Find out the inside scoop on the latest conspiracies, paranormal activity, and Freudian phenomena when you subscribe to Tim Beckley's Conspiracy Journal. It's jam-packed with stories, special book and DVD promotions, and the best news, it's absolutely free, sent right to your mailbox. Plus, a bonus free email newsletter sent out every Friday. Simply send an email with your name and address to MrUFO at WebTV.net. That's MrUFO at WebTV.net. Find out what they don't want you to know. 
A sudden change in the wind. The day grows dark. As ominous clouds move in and lightning begins to carve arcs in the sky, and you realize you are not prepared. I am telling you to yes, take cover. The number of intense storms is increasing exponentially in the U.S. Tornadoes, hurricanes, flooding, and droughts are happening with greater magnitude and frequency. If you are choosing to rely on the government to save you, and no one's coming to help them, you could be dead wrong. The first step towards self-reliance in the face of disaster is a visit to My Patriot Supply. There you'll find the absolute best prices on storable foods, non-GMO seeds, emergency water filtration devices, and so much more. All orders over $49 qualify for free shipping in the lower 48. Visit us online or call 866-229-0927. That's 866-229-0927. And speak to one of our preparedness advisors today. Remember, before it's time to survive, it's time to prepare. MyPatriotSupply.com. Today is an important day. It's your day to be ready, take care of your family, and buy your emergency food supply from the Freeze-Dry Guy. Because today, the Freeze-Dry Guy introduces our Mountain House and Packaway one-month food supply. Today, get the Freeze-Dry Guy's 30-day premium unit, normally $364, sale priced at $263, save $101. Buy two cases, normally $727, sale priced at $506, save $222. Or choose three 30-day premium units, normally $1,091, now only $748, save $343, from the freeze-dry guy. These premium units are packed with the highest quality Mountain House entrees, meats, vegetables, and Packaway brand freeze-dried pineapple and dehydrates, such as milk, ABC stew, and rolled oats, 289 half-cup servings. Go to freezedryguy.com or call 866-404-3663. That's freezedryguy.com or call 866-404-3663. Free shipping to the lower 48. Hurry, our Mountain House and Packaway one-month supply sale ends soon. So call now, 866-404-3663. Springtime is save big time at Herbal Healer Academy. Long-term customers know spring is the time to stock up at HerbalHealer.com. And for new customers, welcome to the web's best place to save on vitamins, minerals, and more. Log on for spring specials, including our 500 parts per million colloidal silver, all sizes on sale. Choose from Herbal Healer's great variety of weight loss products like apple cider vinegar, Hootia and Metabolic Complex, and ProMetabolic, all on sale now. Also, the Anti-Parasite Intestinal Freedom and Warwood Plus Complex, plus Stevia Liquid Sweetener and the Super Enzymes, all on sale for spring at HerbalHealer.com. As always, we offer certificate correspondence courses in natural medicine. Enjoy same-day shipping and free online newsletter. Log on now to HerbalHealer.com and click on Spring Specials to save big with our nation's leader in supplying quality natural medicine and education since 1988, Herbal Healer Academy. Hi, this is Don Ecker, and you are tuned into the Paracast. Let me tell you what, you're going to hear stuff here that you probably won't hear anywhere else. Hear that, George Snorri? Ryan Skinner, I phrase this complicated question. So I get into the four corners anywhere where all this stuff is happening. Would I sense anything strange? Well, it depends on you as a individual, what you're kind of, what the purpose is and what you're seeking from your, I guess, <laughs> kind of corny, but from your life journey. I guess if you're out there as a disbeliever, you're going to remain a disbeliever going into it. And if you're, if you're searching for somewhat of a mystical experience or an enlightening experience, I believe you're going to find it if you dedicate the time and just start, if you're in that four corners region, um, look where the city is and look where the desert is. Um, the less houses you see, just keep walking in that direction. Spend some time out there. 
<laughs> you're gonna you're gonna run into something fascinating that'll really blow your mind. And, and it also, I, I think, depends right. on your, on your level of sensitivity as well. Certain Definitely. people have uh, natural uh, tendencies to be more sensitive to subtle energies. Uh, other people are. Or like walking uh, megaliths, they, they, you know, you could bounce things off them, and then it would barely, you know, phase them. Um, so, if you're a bonehead uh, and thick-skulled, and and you are one of the millions of people in this country uh, walking around in a state of waking coma, no, you're not going to feel anything. But if you have any sort of sensitivities at all, I, I it would be impossible for you to go to any one of thousands of, of spots and, and not feel something. I said I couldn't agree more with what he, what he just said. It would almost be impossible if you are somewhat intuitive. There's something uh, almost magical about, about that region, and I, I don't live in the area. I, I live in Wisconsin, and uh, each time I'm out there, it's, it's, uh, it's like being in another world. It really you went is. to Basin is creepy. I mean, it's spooky. There are places there that I I really felt uncomfortable, and and I, I'm not afraid of of pretty much you know much of anything. But I'll tell you, I went down there and I I, I was looking over my shoulder in a couple of spots out there. I've done a lot of fossil hunting and other things, tramping around there, uh, unrelated to the Sherman Ranch. But uh, there there are areas that are that really kind of creep you out. I must say. All right, that's what I was getting to. There are electricity in the air. Something creeps you out. Do we assume these portals are there full-time, or do they just appear occasionally, and that's when you get these strange events? Can we make any assumption like that? Are you asking I'll me? Let you, or? Either one, but you, Ryan. My belief and my experience and, and from the stories I've collected is that these things operate somewhat on a, on a cycle. They're cyclical. They're, they're not necessarily always open. Um, your probability of this, again, this is just my personal, I don't have all the answers. And I want to state that immediately, but, but I've collected a lot of stories. I'm seeing some similarities. I'm starting to connect the dots over after all these years. And we are seeing, uh, or I am seeing a correlation between the time of day. Uh, it seems to be eight o'clock to around 11 o'clock at night um, that the activity seems to, to peak also right around three, no, four in the morning, until about 5.30 in the morning. So almost like a window open, or a door opens and closes around the, that time. Uh, the early fall seems to, to also, for whatever reason, um, the activity seems to peak around that time. And uh, w- from what I've heard from multiple sources, including some of, the, some of Bigelow's own people, is every 10 years, you know, the activity really spikes up. And then seems to to die down to a trickle, but it's not true that the door, you know, it's as if uh, as if the door is just left open just enough for the light to to creep through at night. I mean, there's there's always something coming through this thing, but but uh, but but when it's fully open, it's all hell's breaking loose. It's it's like you're in a what is that a H.P. Lovecraft kind of story, right? So so looking at this ten year uh, potential ten mm-hmm. year cycle, we should be going into a cycle right now. I'm thinking around 2016, 2017. I'm, I'm kind of. Well, he started. Yeah. He got on the ranch when in in uh, 20, uh, 1995, bought, I think, wasn't it? I thought he bought it in '96, but they learned about it in '95. Yeah. Well, with the next couple of years, they'll be interesting up there. And I started going there in 2006 when I had you know my most dramatic encounters. 
Right. And that has died down quite a bit over the last few years. I've still had some amazing experiences, but nothing as dramatically as intense as what I was as what was going on in 2006, 2007. Yeah. Well, and, and a resurgence in 2009, you had the Dogman uh, encounter uh, on, you mm-hmm. know, up in Fort Duchesne, I think in December 2009. Now, you've gone to some of this before, but looking back at it now, in 2014, just very briefly, what do you think is the most intriguing, frightening, outrageous encounter you had? Sorry, Gene, were you asking me? Yes. They're all directed also, to you, Ryan, except when okay. I say Chris. <laughs> because I, I heard Shane asking a question in the background. I didn't know if... I'll tell you what, after this, Shane, out. if you got a question, let's ask it after this. Go ahead, Ryan. Okay. The most dramatic experience I had, is that the question? Yes. Yeah, I, I detailed that a little bit on the last show. By far and large, it's one night I was... You know, the cat's really out of the bag. I don't have to dance around the issue. I, I have trespassed on the ranch and surrounding properties. I really don't recommend anyone else doing that for... A lot of various reasons. First of all, you don't want to be, you know, you're going to have a real bad day if security catches you. You're going to, lots of problems that I don't even want to get into. But we were. We Let were me ask you a question just to interrupt and you can be brief about it because you've mentioned it before. Security ever catch you? That's one of the topics I can't talk about. <laughs> I know I know of another researchers will say that did have a close encounter with uh, security. They had a. Uh, Resulted in guns being pulled and people being chased throughout the night. Uh, and we're talking, Chris has been out there in that desert. I and mean, that's, that's not a place, it, it's like you're on a, it's a real extremely rocky, dangerous kind of terrain. And for anyone to have a full gear, a researcher out there with, with full gear, backpack, cameras, tripods, everything else to be running through the middle of the desert with, uh, with an ex-military guard with a loaded gun chasing after that researcher, it's... Uh, kind of make for a bad night real quick yeah i i wouldn't recommend uh <laughs> that and that's the reality that's reality of what you're doing out there i mean this is no different in some ways than than crossing the line over at area 51 i mean it sounds like a fun party or whatever to, to catch the ufos and to spend your night out there but the reality the reality is you know if you get caught you're you're going to be in jail and and the process of being caught you could you could be pretty physically manhandled in the process uh People now, is looking. this like 24 where they capture somebody and they beat the hell out of them? Yeah, that's prob- That's exactly the assumption. That's, that's what I've heard actually from the guards themselves that I've, I've talked to off. Uh, I mean, not in, the, not in the act of being pursued that I don't know about anyway. Um, but I have talked to the guards in a, you know, during the daylight at the fence. And uh, they're itching for a reason. You know, they sit there all night. They're not. In, they're not paid there for the. Well, they are paid for the paranormal and to document it. But they're not. They're mostly interested in doing what they're what they're paid to do and what they've been trained to do through the military. And that's, you know, catch somebody doing something wrong, knock them to the ground, and cuff them up, and who knows what. Yeah, else. that would make their tour. They're, they're duty. looking for a reason to pull that pepper spray <laughs> and to and to beat the crap out of you. Yeah, th- those guys are bored out of their gourds up they're there. They're bored. So. <laughs> That's right. So any sort of excitement is is going to be a highlight of their week or whatever two week period that they uh, I think spend up there at a time. They don't have the pail of water to waterboard you, do they? <laughs> Not that I'm aware of. All right, we don't want to get into waterboarding. Well, how about how about the cowboy way where they caught the guy and they trussed him up and then had a hungry baby calf uh, approach him as they pulled down his pants? Oh, <laughs> wacky <Horrible>. people. <laughs> 
Wacky well, that's people. wacky pee pee, definitely. But I don't. <laughs> well, I don't want to get into that. We're getting very grisly here. This is not the grisly cast. This is. Hey, it's a grisly place, man. And Ryan, out of everybody that I've talked to, has probably spent more time up there than anyone else. And and you know, there are certain areas I know that Ryan does not want to get into because it's it, it gets kind of dicey. But uh, in the book, I've noticed. Uh, Ryan, that you've uh, exposed some documents in there that I, I find very intriguing, uh, including the uh, the document on the the 2009 report that I mentioned prior about the Dogman. You know uh, what? Let's stop it right mm-hmm. here, and let's go into what documents we're talking about in that book. Ryan Skinner joins us. We have Shane lurking. He may have a question or two. We'll get to that. And Gogs Mackay joining us shortly with Gene and Chris. You're in the Paracast. You're listening to GCN, proudly sponsored by UnseenNow.com. Lock down your digital life at UnseenNow.com. This is GCN. Attack of the Rockoids has been well-received by critics and readers alike. It's a -a thrill-a-minute story you'll never forget. A former U.S. military intelligence officer is haunted by intense dreams about a beautiful woman pleading for his help after a terrible battle in outer space. But the dreams turn out to be true and thrust him into a telepathic love affair with a woman whose faraway planet is intent on destroying the Earth. And now the gripping tale continues in The Coming of the Protectors. It's the second book of the Rockoids trilogy, a galaxy-spanning adventure that pits our hapless heroes against powerful, fanatical enemies that threaten the lives of freedom-loving beings everywhere. Attack of the Rockoids and The Coming of the Protectors, classic science fiction at its best, available now. For more details, visit rockoids.com. That's R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S dot com. Imagine an acne treatment breakthrough that even Proactive says is better than Proactive. Announcing all new Proactive Plus, the revolutionary new way to clear your skin from the number one name in acne care. Proactive Plus is our best, most effective solution ever. And when you call 1-800-721-4255 today, you can have it tomorrow. Proactive Plus is the modern acne miracle that treats your skin beautifully. The plus means more. More precise, targeted medicine for faster, gentler acne prevention. And more skin-loving solutions so your complexion can look bright and beautiful. I am just so happy with Proactive Plus. I don't think my skin has ever looked this good. Call 1-800-721-4255. Be one of the first to try Proactive Plus. Guaranteed 100% risk-free. You won't see this limited-time offer on TV. It's a radio exclusive. 1-800-721-4255. 1-800-721-4255. Don't complain about your cable bill going up and up and up. Do something about it. Grab a pencil and jot down this special number. 1-855-905-MY-TV. The more cable TV rates go up, the better digital satellite TV looks. Say goodbye to the cable guy and get more of your favorite channels in 100% digital quality for less money. Call 1-855-905-MY-TV. Sign up for packages starting as low as $19.99 and there's no equipment to buy. You get free HDTV upgrade, a free DVR upgrade, and free professional installation.
installation. You control what you watch when you watch it. Record your favorite shows. Pause and rewind live TV. Even skip the commercials. Watch local channels too. At just $19.99, what are you waiting for? Pull out your major credit or debit card. Call 1-855-905-MYTV. 1-855-905-MYTV. Say goodbye to the cable guy. Cut costs and get more. 1-855-905-MYTV. 1-855-905-MYTV. Ouch! My back is out again. Hi, Dr. Ortman with Wellspring Spinal Care. If you're experiencing neck, mid, or lower back pain, this information is for you. One of the complaints that I hear is patients receive their typical adjustment, only having to repeat them as the pain returns. Putting the bones back in place is only half of the battle. At Wellspring Spinal Care, we have the entire solution. We use the NUCA approach, utilizing three-dimensional x-rays and gentle touch technology to deliver specific correction. We then design Design a custom nutritional supplement program which provides essential nutrients targeting the areas of concern. With a NUCA approach and proper nutrition, you'll be on your way to a faster and more permanent recovery. To get you on the road to wellness, visit DrOrtman.com. That's Dr. O-R-T-M-A-N.com. Or call us today, 952-303-9124. That's 952-303-9124. Wellspring Spinal Care, chiropractic done right. This is Jerome Clark, author of the UFO Encyclopedia and other books. You're listening to the Paracast. Okay, in Skinwalker Ranch, it's private property. You don't want to be caught by these ex-military types who work for Blackwater or something over there. They haven't hired Blackwater, have they, Ryan? I know they hired directly out of the Air Force. Uh, you had to have a top-secret clearance. A lot of these guys were military police in the Air Force. Um, some of them were stationed at uh, nuclear silos. Uh, but I've also heard in recent years that they may have uh, they may have switched to I can't I think it is Blackwater to one of those the same firms that the government uses to. To hire their security. I, possibly as a result of myself, I mean, there. I think there may have been a lot of loose lips. Well, that's where you get all your information. That's right. If that's the case, you know, that that would change the game dramatically. That's, that's the rumor I've heard. In your book, you focus a lot, of course, about the background of Robert T. Bigelow and the fact that he's so much involved in aerospace and his involvement in the Skinwalker Ranch, but he made his money from hotels, right? Yeah, yeah, pretty smart about it. Real estate, you know, he's in, he's in the market at a good time. I again, I I think uh, Chris would probably be able to explain his background better than I would. Uh, Bigelow, uh, Bigelow Suites. I think he did. He sell. I think he sold the chain. Did pretty well on that. Yeah, the budget suites. But I, I get the I get the impression his his targets were were a lot more lofty. You know, he was always looking to to space the entire time. So it was more of a launching pad. Uh, Bigelow Suites was for his uh, aerospace endeavors, and that's, that's what he's doing right now. Now, just to focus on this more, he no longer owns Skinwalker, does he? He definitely still owns Skinwalker. Oh, he does, because I heard he didn't. Yeah. He, he has contracted with the government in the past for Skinwalker, but he is, a, he is the owner of Skinwalker. It's, it's on the, I've, I've even checked with the realtors recently. And Bigelow Properties is uh, the current owner of the property still. 
You know, when I look at his bio on Wikipedia, Robert Bigelow, it's strange. For example, it says, as of 1965, Bigelow was married and had one child. So what has happened in the intervening years? <laughs> this guy is mysterious. Does kind of have a blacked out past, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah. it'd be great to get him on the show. <laughs> Love that. That's your assignment should you decide to accept it, Chris O'Brien. Yeah. To get Robert we'll, we'll have George Knapp along to hold his hand. <laughs> Don't think he needs anyone to hold his hand. <laughs> I'd be tuning in for that. Yeah. Uh, did you find out anything in researching this book about Bigelow that we didn't know or be surprised about? The focus is not on Bigelow in this book. Uh, the focus is really the stories of the region. And, right, but the reason I mentioned that... And the that documents is, themselves. Let's talk maybe, about maybe. these documents. Okay, how did you get these documents? Uh, again, a topic I can't discuss. I definitely can't discuss over the phone or anything. I'm sorry, but... Okay, uh, so you got through, the documents. Through, what do they reveal? Hmm. I guess the mindset of Bigelow and Company in regards to Skinwalker Ranch. You know, the, the company's policy, what they've learned, what they know, what they don't know. A little bit of insight into what they're... Not, not so much, but what they're looking for. Okay, so what also, can you tell us? Having gotten these documents okay what are they looking for what are they expecting what do they reveal in these documents you guys mentioned the dogman case i mean what was what was your question regarding that or what was your interest in in that report which is fascinating well just you know uh, from my understanding again this is second third even possibly fourth hand uh but that a team uh, a duo of private investigators was uh, uh hired to interview witnesses of a particular event that occurred, I think, December 2009, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, I'm just going on sure memory here. But but from what I can recall, this, uh, uh, you know, humanoid-appearing creature with a dog face, almost like something out of an Egyptian hieroglyph of uh, Anubis right. or something, yes. was seen... Uh, Dashing around the uh, Fort Duchesne area, where 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 the actual reservation uh, part of this scenario is located, and in, in terms of uh, the housing uh, on 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 the res there, and at one point it was seen leaping from roof rooftop to rooftop, making uh, impossible leaps of twenty to thirty mm -hmm. feet between buildings on on the rooftops, and uh, I guess once the word of this uh, got out, uh, Bigelow hired or. At this point, I'm not sure. I, I think it would be NIDS was long gone by this point. But this uh, team of private investigators was hired to uh, to interview uh, witnesses. I think Colm Kelleher was involved in some of these interviews. Uh, and this was uh, during this was during the NIDS time. Yeah, uh, no, this 2009 NIDS was defunct oh, for was five years. And uh, I I you know they were cross referencing descriptions. Uh, did it have uh, you know what? What did its ears look like? What what did its eyes look like? And they were cross-referencing oh, uh, witness I'm sorry, accounts. I was referring to the BAS, the, the new organization. Yeah, the yeah. NIDS became B-A-A-S-S, whatever. So, yeah, they, they still had the organization. They still had the researchers. and the, Yeah, exactly. Well, yeah, Bidwell had still has a presence there. But but he did hire some outside ringers from from the information that I, I, I was uh, privy to. And... And these guys went around, and uh, I think with the help uh, or cooperation of the uh, UNO, uh, the native police force there, mm -hmm. and and I think uh, actually that some of the Fort Duchesne 
and uh, you went to Ute. Indian officers actually were witnesses as well to this particular uh, creature. And and this this is an example again. And Ryan, I think you do a good job pointing out in your book that it seems as though the ranch may be kind of an epicenter for a lot of this activity. It's not exclusive to the ranch. I mean, there's stuff going no. on all around that area. And no, th- this occurred in the city of Fort Duchesne. This is on the rooftop. Yeah, right, of right in town. A couple miles away. Yeah, in, in the middle of town, and which the town isn't that big, as you know. But So this was not on the ranch. Right. And there's there's a, a loads of, of, of reports that go all the way back into the late 60s. The great U, 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 uh, Utah UFO display by, uh, by Professor Frank sure. Salisbury. And uh, and Junior Hicks has a lot of very interesting sighting reports, uh, cattle mutilation reports, and, and other types of anomalous activity that is spread all around that area. Uh, we're talking, you know, a good hundred square mile area easily, and there does seem to be a bit of a concentration there uh, around the Fort Duchesne area, just south of there. But uh, again, I think you do a good job in the book, Ryan, of pointing out that. We shouldn't be too focused on the ranch because, you know, this is a, a larger scenario. Do you want to address that a little bit? The larger scenario aspect of it? or I mean, so, the stories the almost get, the stories almost get more, more, more regional. The stories are almost you, – you read, you read the first book by George Knapp, uh, excuse me, by George Knapp and Colm Kelleher, and it, it's just absolutely you know, mind-blowing. It's fascinating how, how bizarre and unique some of those stories are. I mean, I think UFO folklore hasn't even – I, I think that really took us in a different direction in regards to UFO folk, folklore, and in, in that it's it's not this traditional Whitney's Whitley Strieber type communication type uh, abductions and probings or whatever. There, there's a whole slew of characters that could potentially be involved in one one incident. And and the more I started gathering stories from from the locals, their stories were were even more in some cases more dramatic than the stories in that first book, which is a uh, hunt for the Skinwalker. Um, and the further I went out, uh, there, there was, again, there, there was no, there was a surplus of stories, and it didn't necessarily have to be on the ranch or, or even neighboring the ranch necessarily. It just had to be in that Uinta Basin area, and I, almost, almost as if a, a fence. You know, the, I, the mountains create that basin, and, and it seems like as if beyond that fence, just uh, it really kind of trickles off a little bit. Hey, Gene, this is Ryan here. Sure. Um, or Shane, I'm sorry, we got two Ryans here. You can call me Shane. Uh, I had just one general question for Ryan, um, and it always piqued my interest to find out or learn. Have you heard of any uh, activity with security personnel and uh, unmarked vehicles, etc., that has taken place outside of the Bigelow Ranch? Because you know, I, I had a friend once who went out there and in a, on a public road, in a public highway, it wasn't really a highway, but he was, you know, surrounded by armed guards on a public road. And some of this, do you think there's any overreach going on here where some of these security guards get a little too, uh, a little too, they start to, you know, there is, I mean, there is no check and balances here. I mean, well, you, that's that's why what I'm saying is it's dangerous to be out there. I agree with you. I mean, th- their home base is in Nevada. These guys are hundreds and hundreds of miles away from any sort of employer or oversight. You know, they're on their own. Oh, boy. Let's get into more of this in our next segment. We have Ryan Skinner, 
We're joined also by Shane. A little bit later, we'll hear from Gogs Mackay with Gene and Chris. You're in the Paracast. Great minds think alike. The network for the independent-minded. The Genesis Communications Network. GCN. Henry Ford once said, a man who stops advertising to save money is like a man who stops a clock to save time. Alex Castle here, the national account executive at GCN. I have the ability to customize a national radio campaign based on your budget while targeting your demographic. Contact me to find out how national radio can help your business be more profitable at 877-996-4327, extension 177. That's 877-996-4327, extension 177, and help me help you bring your business to the next level. We the people grow cotton, weave fabric, engrave ink, embed strips and fibers to protect from counterfeit, and carting to a private bank, having it led back at interest, forcing taxes to service debt. This capitalism, or was Jefferson correct when stating a central bank issuing the public currency is a greater menace to the liberties of the people than a standing army? Hi, Ted Anderson. I'm placing a free silver dollar in a book that explains our monetary system. Call for your copy, 800-686-2237. It's time to understand the system. Call 800-686-2237. That's 800-686-2237. What good is a Big Berkey water filter? We get that question a lot here at BigBerkeyWaterFilters.com. And in a word, the answer is protection. Protection from water main breaks, E. coli contamination, environmental chemical spills, pesticide runoff, chlorine taste and smell, and all forms of fluoride. Plus, Big Berkey water filters are the original gravity water filter system and most trusted on the market for a reason. Tested by multiple independent NSF EPA certified labs, they are the gold standard in water purification. At only 1.7 cents a gallon, a single set of filters can last for 5 to 10 years. That means big savings. Big Berkey, the one that's powerful enough to purify stagnant pond water. Get a Big Berkey today at BigBerkeyWaterFilters.com. GCN listeners receive 5% off all ceramic filter systems. Visit our website or call 1-877-99-BERKEY. That's 877-99-BERKEY. Big Berkey Water Filters, for the love of clean water. Welcome back to the Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. And now, here's Gene Steinberg. So do you see Ryan Skinner as you continue to answer that question that being so many hundreds of miles away from the home base, maybe they take a few liberties they would not take if they had more direct oversight? I think it's a possibility. Uh, again, there isn't direct leadership. Direct leadership is back at uh, Bigelow Aeros- Aerospace in a different state. I mean, they're, they're in a completely different state. We have armed mercenaries, uh, bored armed mercenaries, sitting on, <laughs> sitting on that ranch property just waiting for something to happen in a, you know, in a military-type mindset which uh, I, I guess that's just a potentially volatile situation that could happen. Um, I, I did want to tell you, I've always been inundated with different rumors about security, and some of them to the, to the fantastic, to, to the down-to-the-earth. Some of the people I've spoken with are very down-to-earth people, very intelligent people, but some of the ones out there are a little bit more gun-ho. If you don't mind, I want to give you two or, two or three real brief stories. Sure. That... I mean, from some of the people I've talked to, you know, they say this is complete baloney, but uh, the locals I've talked to said it it's, would swear to it, uh, have swore up and down that it's true. Uh, one time, <laughs> one of the locals I've spoken with claims, 
I don't know. These aren't the traditional kind of people that, that I've dealt with back home. I guess uh, there's not a lot to do out there for fun. Well, this guy took his Camaro, I guess, and, uh, and a big chain, and he went down to Skinwalker Ranch several years ago and tied his chain around the, the gate and the, the rest of it to his bumper and somehow pulled the, I don't know why he decided to do this, but he pulled the, the gate right off and dragged it off or whatever. And he claims the moment that he did so, uh, that a helicopter came up from over the ridge line and started to hover over his car, which time he undid the chain and just took off. His claim is that this helicopter now followed him all the way to the highway, at which point then it, uh, it veered off and went away. Um, other people have described, and I've seen this personally, have described seeing a convoy of black uh, newer SUVs, tinted out windows, um, there's even a few stories in my book about that. Um, when I went there in 2007, I, I, I saw the same exact thing, a caravan of these government-looking SUVs coming directly out of the ranch. From conversations with, with uh, the guards themselves, I, they don't go there in a caravan of, of SUVs, so I don't know what that is. Um, it's perplexing to me to this day. On the service, obviously, they are monitoring as many areas as possible of that ranch with cameras. Yeah, you don't, but you don't see them parked on the ranch. It's it's as if they almost materialize out of the ranch and start coming. I mean, as if they're coming out of the this speculation, like coming out of the earth itself. I mean, nobody knows where they where they initiate from, but they all suddenly this caravan of SUVs leaves the ranch. There aren't places, maybe garages or places or cabins no, where they could not at all. store particular equipment. How far from the entrance to the ranch to the main building is it? Oh, that's. I'm trying to get well, a fix a on mile. the response time. About a quarter yeah, I was, mile? I was going to say eighth of a mile, quarter Eighth mile. of a mile. So they can pretty well get out there within just you know a minute or so if they rush out. How long could it take? But, the, but they're not... You've been out there, haven't you? You've been out there several times, Chris. I mean, you've never seen anything other than the, the caretaker's cars the, and, and the guard's car. The only time I was actually on the ranch was when I was there before anybody knew about this case. And, and I sat for an entire afternoon with Terry Sherman. And that's when I got my first real dose of uh, weirdness from this particular case. And then, of course, the articles that Zach Van Eck, uh, the Desiree News, wrote came out just within a day or two after that. Of course, I guess the big problem with the book and all the publicity centered on the Skinwalker Ranch is that it's going to attract crazy people. Do we still see that, though, there? Or is that kind of died off since it's been a few years since the book was out? Just to complete Shane's question, I've, I've also heard about uh, locals that have, have, I don't know, driven by the ranch and sat at the gate and looked out there and then driven to a different location. Suddenly they, they claim to me that, that they've been surrounded by um, the guards. The guards pull over or whatever and start harassing them. And Are you still there, Shane? Yeah, I'm still here. Yeah, do you have an experience or a story that that happened to you or someone you know? No, no, I just because uh, I've that heard that area, several times. That whole area seems to be uh, if you're out there, you're kind of on your own, I guess. It's uh, yeah, like the absolutely. Western, wild western days, wild west out there. But I had a person that I talked to one time who had had wasn't even going out there to visit the ranch and was just driving and ended up on a got lost or something and. And, uh, you know, some of these mercenary guards, uh, it's sort of like Katrina when uh, they, they were not, people down there, were, or not Katrina, but the Gulf oil spill when they heard all these mercenary guards and uh, p- 
people were being told you're not allowed to go in on public land, and uh, I don't know. It just, I just, that's the only question I had. Yeah, I mean, just, and we got to we got to keep a rational perspective on this whole thing too. I, you know, we're dealing with a lot of uh, cattle ranchers and private property. Um, suddenly, when just Yahoo start driving all over their their property looking for aliens, it, it does piss off a lot of people. And I think I think in a lot of cases, people mistake actual just disturbed ranch owners for the guards. And, and a lot of those stories seem to filter into me too. So I I don't want everything to be a fantastic uh, story of you know, government agents seeking everyone down. But a lot of times, there is a rational explanation for why people are harassed offsite. But it it does happen. Um, but the the most common thing that that's happened out there, and this has never happened to me, is that people will uh, people that have uh, trespassed on or around the ranch have reported seeing a military helicopter uh, over their head, and even had instructions shouted to them through a through a bullhorn or or none at all. And I guess the the helicopter itself almost seems to be muffled. Um, it's it's extremely quiet, is how they describe it. And uh, I mean, wh- where the hell a fueled up helicopter is, you know, waiting to waiting to be deployed at a moment's notice anywhere around that region. You know, there's one there's one uh, airport uh, pretty far away. And I can't imagine they have a military helicopter there at a, at, a, at a moment's notice ready to go. So where is this thing coming from? I would think, though, as they see cars or people approaching the property, they could already be warned. To do something, maybe they have a private satellite they're using too. They have access to satellites, so they have a better view of the property. It's not well, just cameras. Yeah, yeah, this is Bigelow Aerospace, you know. Sure. This is this is a, a child unit uh, within Bigelow Aerospace, so of course that could be a, a very viable option. Hey, he's got he's got two floating modules. He's the only <laughs> private individual with a private space station. <laughs> That's right. Hey, hey guys, this is Shane again. You know, on the other hand, I can agree with uh, the need for security uh, on the other side because, you know, if this was very publicized and anybody and everybody was allowed to go out there, it would be just a rat. It would just be just a a circus, you know. So I don't want to seem like I'm uh, totally. Shane, you're definitely onto something. It reminds me of something bigger that I, that I don't talk about that much, and it's been alluded to me by the guards that they have they have two functions out there. You know, one to potentially to potentially detain you for trespassing, for breaking the law, um, and, and it might be kind of rough in that process. But but two, they've also confided to me and whispered to me that they're also that their dual purpose is to almost protect you um, from from what's out there. You know, protect you from yourself, from your own curiosity of being on the property. What you know, what what they claim that's out there um, wouldn't necessarily. You could have a, a much worse day with uh, with what stock, what you don't see out there than than the guards. I guess is my. Well, think opinion. about this, Ryan. The uh, think about the energy required to open a portal. Uh, if you talk to any physicist or scientist. <laughs> They will tell you that the amount of energy, I mean, we're talking massive amounts. Wow. I'm sure Chris agrees. A portion of the sun would it would take from what I've read. So who the knows what of- effects that it has on, on people. We don't know. I mean, we're talking universes worth of uh, of energy requirements here to open sure, a portal. But, Sh- in- 
But Shane, what I'm seeing is is the guards being out there. They say these things are unseen, these skinwalker-like entities or whatever roams out there. You know, it's unseen to us, and we have no idea as you're standing by that gate that this thing is right behind you. I'll tell you uh, what. Let's do the rip. I don't know what lurks behind this door, but let's find out. Ryan Skinner (laughs) joins us with Shane. Gog's coming soon with Gene and Chris. You're in the Paracast. Do you need a website? Well, you can get a great deal on hosting services with Namecheap's legendary coupon code. They're offering substantial hosting discounts on shared hosting, business hosting, VPS hosting, reseller hosting, and even dedicated servers. Namecheap is preferred by millions. It's backed by a money-back guarantee. Use the coupon code LEGENDARY to cash in on the special deal at Namecheap.com, Namecheap.com. First game attack of the Rockoids, and it was a critically acclaimed success. And now there is the coming of the Protectors. A former military intelligence man is contacted by a space woman in a dream. A dream that turns out to be a nightmare, because evil forces on our distant planet are planning to conquer the Earth. This is gripping science fiction of the classic kind. Attack of the Rockoids and the coming of the Protectors. Find out more at Rockoids.com. That's Rockoids, R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S, dot com. Hi, John Hubner from Midas Resources. Are you tired of watching your hard-earned assets dwindle away? As government spending is out of hand and the Federal Reserve is creating in excess of $20 billion a week, are you tired of stockbrokers gambling away your hard-earned money? Is this market a setup for a crash greater than 1987? Too many of today's policies resemble those that led to the collapse of 1929. This is John Hubner, and that was me in 2007. And we all know what happened when the subprime credit bubble burst. By March 2009, the dollar lost 50% of its value. The entire U.S. banking system was on the verge of collapsing. Like all financial problems of the past, is history about to repeat itself? Call me, John Hubner, at 1-800-686-2237, extension 129, before it's too late to protect yourself. Will the oncoming catastrophe take all private IRAs, 401ks with it? There is a way to protect your hard-earned assets. Call me, John Hubner, at 1-800-686. 2237 extension 129. If you need to say happy birthday, happy anniversary, thank you, or simply I'm thinking of you, ProFlowers.com is the key. ProFlowers has stunning bouquets like the best selling 100 blooms for $19.99. Plus, ProFlowers will include a glass vase for free. Sending someone a wonderful surprise of beautiful flowers sent fresh from the field is easy. Choose the bouquet you like, pick the delivery date, and each order is 100% guaranteed. Plus, all bouquets from Pro Flowers are guaranteed to last at least seven full days. Beautiful, fragrant flowers, picked fresh and sent to your loved one for lasting enjoyment. To get this incredible savings and send someone 100 gorgeous blooms with a free vase for $19.99, go to proflowers.com, click the blue microphone in the top right corner, and enter code PLOW. That's proflowers.com. Click the mic and enter code P-L-O-W.
There are many things the human body can do very well, but maintaining the proper pH level isn't always one of them. That's where AlkaVision Plasma pH Drops can make a world of difference. AlkaVision Plasma pH Drops helps your body do what's natural. Just a few drops a day helps rid your body of harmful waste and acid while promoting health and restoring vibrance and energy. Alkalizing boosts your immune system and can help fight headaches, irritability, cramping, and insomnia. Alkalizing also helps the body fight depression and even bone loss. To learn more more about the importance of alkalizing and how you can find life-changing and vital balance, please visit AlkaVision's brand new website at AlkaVision.com. Same great products, but now easier to use and more informative than ever before. To get your very own plasma pH drops for just $29.95, call 800-518-7615 or visit AlkaVision.com. That's A-L-K-A-Vision.com. Alkalize your body and supercharge your health at the new AlkaVision.com. We'd like to hear from you. If you have a comment or question about the Paracast, send it to news at theparacast.com. That's news at theparacast.com. And don't forget to visit our famous Paracast community forums at forum.theparacast.com. Ryan Skinner is here to talk more about the mysteries of the Skinwalker Ranch. We're joined by one of our listeners, Shane. And Goggs will be here shortly. Okay, so we touched on it before, these documents that you've uncovered, by means that you would not care to mention. What else do these documents reveal? Well, that I guess uh, I've been recognized by, by Piccolo and team as a security threat. Uh, I mentioned several times in the documents, and... Uh, how to prevent it's kind of interesting how to prevent information from getting to me which i guess wasn't that effective at this point uh what other fascinating there's a hint there's just a hint in the documents about a, a government benefactor about there being a third party that's that's also involved in the research going on at the ranch and and to me, I just I wish I could have gotten my hands on a little bit more of that information. I mean, that that really is the holy grail of it's one thing that just an eccentric billionaire, as some people like to think, which I don't think he's that eccentric at all. I think he's onto something. And he's looking for very specific technology and to and to harness it and to capitalize on it. But if there really is a a government aspect to this, and that's that's been hidden from the public, it's got to make you wonder why the government's interested and what it, they already know. This is Shane again. Ryan, are the documents in your book? Yeah, yeah. Well, they're uh, paraphrasing the book is the best way I like to put it. They're in the book. And some, some of them are verbatim. Some are paraphrased to protect uh, sources. Could you possibly put them, like, just put a PDF of them or on the Internet or something? Or are you afraid to do that? No, I'm not afraid to do that. I'm selling a book, though. <laughs> I think, okay. I think, I think because, the, thing's uh, like three, the thing's $3 right now on Amazon, so it's, it's not a... Uh, the people in the field, the UFO community, will probably... You'll probably encounter people who will demand to see the originals. I'm just letting you know that. I'm not saying that's what I'm saying. But sure. No, I, I know how this fully works. expect that. Yep. I think you're 100% right about that. I, they can choose to believe it or not, I guess. I, it's. Well, well it let's put it this way. Uh, let's put it this way, Shane. I have seen copies of the original documents, and they look legit to me. Okay. Well, I, I trust Chris's. Uh, yeah, I've also seen uh, uh, full transcripts of interviews done with witnesses uh, in the surrounding area. 
there's uh, enough there for me to be reasonably uh, confident that, uh, and these uh, appear to be the same documents that Ryan is referring to. Uh, I admire Ryan's, uh, I think Gene would appreciate the term chutzpah for, uh, <laughs> for, for referring to these documents and, and, and quoting them. Uh, I chose not to. I could have uh, a number of years ago, but I have, have chosen to, uh, to sit back and, and maintain more of an observer role in this whole thing and, and try to help in any way that I can. But uh, I, I really do uh, applaud Ryan for going the extra mile with this book and, and, and really digging into the background of the area. The initial chapters are fascinating about uh, some of the interesting cultural uh, information that they were uh, him and, and uh, Wallace were able to uncover about the history of the Indians in the area. But, you know, I have two questions, Ryan. One thing that I did not notice was any any sort of definitive mention of the uh, rumored deaths that occurred on the ranch. Uh, what have you found out in the interim about that particular story? Which I've gotten two separate confirmations that something did happen out there and somebody did die. The best I can figure was sometime around maybe July, early August, 99. I think me and you spoke by phone over about this some time ago. And it, and I may have even mentioned this on our last interview. Do you want me to, to retell the story that was told to me by by a supposed inside source. Um, at, at this point, I don't know. I, I don't have a definitive answer on that topic. Uh, right. To me, it's it's all conjecture, conjecture and and rumor. But but I do have a story that I, I think no one else heard of how it happened. Well, you, you mentioned yeah that the guy happened to be in the wrong place at the wrong time. The portal That's opened right. up. Something fell out on him. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. That freaked me out, boy. I just caught a yeah. question from our forums, and I'll read it. Chris, it's from Storage. It says, why is NSA interested in Skinwalker? Uh, to my knowledge, it's not. The, it's the Department of Defense from, from what I've heard, but I don't know. It, it, well, remember I, when I we can't had, say that with full confidence. I don't have enough definitive information or documents or anything. To, and, I, and, I, and if I did, I probably wouldn't, wouldn't want them anyway or tell anybody about it because that'd make me a marked person, so... Well, remember when we had Chad on, uh, the, the, the former yeah. employee called himself Chad. He mentioned something to the Chad. effect of, of um, his paycheck stub, or his page stubs had NSA on them or something. Of course, that could be the Nevada security agency or, you know. Did he say, did he say NSA or I thought he told, I thought he told me Department of Defense is, is what I've heard from several. Uh, I'm pretty sure he said NSA, those initials, because we, we queried him on that. I think that's where Shane's picking up on on the the prior appearance sure. uh, three three or four years ago. So, Again, the, so the documents we don't that have, any, you mentioned we don't have any evidence they don't to suggest. Who. You're saying we don't I mean, have the any documents evidence that, uh, that yeah. would support uh, some sort of government, uh, a particular government agency that's involved out there. It just talks about never mentioning the benefactor to the project. Is is what the one line in the in the documents that I have uh, spells out. And it, it's a security warning to all the, to all the employees and the researchers directly working uh, for Bass, never to mention who the benefactor is. Well, isn't that so Bigelow? It could be interpreted that way. <laughs> because I, we have, uh, through one of the TV shows that I did, uh, I think it was a Joe Rogan show or whatever, we went out there, or the Ventura show, 
we went out and queried the guard and the guard kept saying, well, you know, I don't know who owns the property. I have no idea. So maybe he was just following protocol and, and yeah, it must've been Rogan because I was with you on the other one on the Jesse show and we never were able to talk to any guards, at least to my knowledge. Well, that, that guard did come out. Remember he said it, he came out late at night. We came back to the, the gate. He came out for just a brief uh, discussion with the crew or whatever for a moment. Oh, I probably was already gone to my hotel room by that point. <laughs> Let me ask you, Ryan, would you be willing to stay for another segment? Because we have some questions from listeners yes. I'd like to submit. Okay, very good. Chris, you want to start with some questions <clears throat> other than well, the one I just asked? Yeah, SRL, who's been a longtime poster at forum.theparacast.com, where you can sign up and post questions that we ask our guests every week. And he's wondering, uh, who is D.L. Wallace, and why is he so interested in the Skinwalker Ranch? And I would also say, um, how did you get involved in a co-authorship uh, scenario with him? That's a great question. And by the way, we have 30 seconds before we split for the break. So, you know, maybe what we should do here is just hold that answer till we come back. The book is called Skinwalker Ranch, No Trespassing, True Stories and Secret Files by Ryan Skinner with D.L. Wallace. And we'll find out on the other side more about D.L. Wallace. And you were telling me, Ryan, the book's only $3 on Kindle? Yeah, for the Kindle right now, two ninety nine. Wow. I mean, wow. everybody can get a yeah, copy. Really? Sure. Yeah, there's a lot of good stuff in there, Ryan. You really, really Thank worked you. your tail off. Nailed it. Really good book. Okay, Ryan Skinner coming back. For another segment at least with Gene and Chris, you're in the Paracast. You're listening to GCN, proudly sponsored by UnseenNow.com. Lock down your digital life at UnseenNow.com. This is GCN. Graphic Converter is the image manipulation tool for the rest of us. It does not use any database. You get full control of all your files. Want to view the images of a folder? Drag it into Graphic Converter and a powerful browser opens up to show your image files. You could use it for slideshows. You could use it to import images from digital cameras or from scanners. Need to do some image editing? You can do that too in Graphic Converter. Also print catalogs. Convert from so many files formats i can't even list them download now to see if graphic converter is good for you like one and a half million other users guess what you could save money when you buy graphic converter use the coupon code night owl use the coupon code night owl to get a special price for graphic converter go to lemkesoft.com that's l-e-m-k-e soft.com lemkesoft.com l-e-m-k-e soft.com what good is a Big Berkey water filter? We get that question a lot here at BigBerkeyWaterFilters.com. And in a word, the answer is protection. Protection from water main breaks, E. coli contamination, environmental chemical spills, pesticide runoff, chlorine taste and smell, and all forms of fluoride. Plus, Big Berkey water filters are the original gravity water filter system and most trusted on the market for a reason. Tested by multiple independent NSF EPA certified labs, they are the gold standard in water purification. At only 1.7 cents a gallon, a single set of 
filters can last for 5 to 10 years. That means big savings. Big Berkey, the one that's powerful enough to purify stagnant pond water. Get a Big Berkey today at BigBerkeyWaterFilters.com. GCN listeners receive 5% off all ceramic filter systems. Visit our website or call 1-877-99-BERKEY. That's 877-99-BERKEY. Big Berkey Water Filters, for the love of clean water. Moms of America, stand up and stop taking abuse from your kids. I pledge never to let my kid disrespect me ever again. I pledge to stop letting my daughter walk all over me. I pledge to stop living in fear of my son's anger. I pledge never to feel like a bad parent ever again. Because I'm not. I pledge to stop letting my child's behavior control my home. I pledge to be a mom with kids who listen. A total transformation mom. I'm Janet Lehman, co-creator of the Total Transformation Program. We created the Total Transformation to help parents with difficult child behavior. Now I'm giving it away free. All you need to do is get the program and let us know how it works for you. We'll let you keep it for free. Call 1-800-256-7795. That's 1-800-256-7795. Call now. Call 1-800-256-7795. That's 1-800-256-7795. The human body is extraordinary. Despite all the stresses we inflict upon it, it still works hard to stay in balance. Thousands upon thousands of people rely upon heart and body extract to help their body stay balanced. This excellent 100% natural herbal formula helps maintain healthy blood pressure levels, cleans arteries, promotes good circulation, balances cholesterol, and more. HB extract paired with healthy lifestyle choices like good nutrition and exercise can give you a life free of pain, sickness, and fear. Recapture your youthful vitality and experience your body healing itself with the aid of hb extract it's extremely effective and it starts working in just days visit hbextract.com to learn more and to read scores of testimonials from satisfied customers and we've never increased our price in over 10 years that makes heart and body extract as great a value now as it was the first day we sold it a healthy heart is a happy heart call 866-295-5305 or go to hbextract.com This is Kurt Southern, the author of UFO Mysteries, and you're listening to the Paracast. Okay, so Ryan Skinner, could you tell us about your co-author? Uh, D.L. Wallace is my editor, and uh, really, after after the excuse me, after the first book or whatever, he gave me a lot of advice for going into the second book, and. He's uh, he's actually more of a skeptic than he is just a staunch believer, and he wanted to represent the the other side of of the readership. I guess not everyone. My my first book was more of a personal diary, and I wanted the second book to be this. It was my story, my personal story, as as I interpreted it, and uh, that that didn't necessarily resonate with with all of my audience members. And I and I took that feedback, and I wanted to create a second book that that really would would hit a home run. Uh, where I discussed the history, and uh, D.L. Wallace really kind of corralled me a little bit, um, well, quite a bit, from from avoiding some of the self-reflectiveness and and taking a personal stance on a lot of these topics. And instead, uh, instead, I, I just told the stories as they were told to me, and left it up to the the end reader to to make their own conclusions in regards to what they believe or what they don't believe. I think uh, from the reviews I've had so far, I guess the the skeptics are 
you know, a lot of the reviews say they're horrified if it's true. And uh, believers are, again, supportive of what we've put together. But uh, he, he's my editor and a friend of mine and someone who really, uh, he came up with a lot of the sources. I came up with the material and he'd find uh, some of the background information, like you're talking about the Pueblos and the Anastasi and just the historical background. And I relied on him for a lot of that information. Well, I have another question uh, here, and it basically involves the prior owners uh, to the ranch. As you mm. prob- probably know, uh, Frank Salisbury, who wrote the, the great U- Utah UFO display, recently re-released a book about four or five years ago, and he had a little mm-hmm. added chapter in there about the Sherman Ranch, and he refutes uh, any sort of assertion that prior owners okay. of the ranch had experienced unusual activity out there. And uh, Fletcher Munson, one of our uh, longtime posters at forum.theparacast.com, wants to know if you made any contact with the relatives of the Myers, who are the pre-Sherman Ranch owners, in, in your investigation, and or anyone else that may have had some sort of link to the ranch prior to Terry Sherman and Gwen buying the property. Yeah, there's. I have the direct transcript of uh, of me speaking with people that have lived. Again, I can't get to. Uh, I can't be too poignant on naming names or circumstances, but people that have lived on the ranch, um, I have my exact transcript of my interview with them and what they've relayed to me. And uh, based on based on that interview, there there's some discrepancies with, with what I have a world of respect for Frank Salisbury, but there's discrepancies on, I guess, that he came into it slightly biased um, in regards to his interpretation of what happened on the ranch versus versus the reality of, of me talking to people that have lived there and what, what they told him in, in their own, I guess I'm already identifying by saying that, what they told him and in, in, in what he put down in, into his book. And he kind of alludes that there, that there was not, that the previous owners, the Myers, didn't experience a lot of paranormal activity. And there was more rational explanations for everything that, that had happened to them. And, and that's, uh, that's disputed venomously by another party that lived on the ranch. And that's pointed out in the book. I, I, Interesting. That fascinated me personally. Well, uh, Fletcher Munson has another question that involves uh, former MUFON director James Carrion's experiences when uh, attempting to investigate the, the Skinwalker Ranch case. And um, he quotes uh, several paragraphs from the uh, blog of Carrion. Part of it has to do with these uh, metal rods that were found on the ranch that were sent by the rancher, two nids for analysis. I guess an, uh, an off-the-record comment by one of the nid scientists informed him that the rods were made from element 115 and did not originate on Earth, and that he, the scientist, had worked at Area 51 on a reverse engineering project where they accumulated 300 pounds of this material. And, and that sounds very similar to uh, some assertions that uh, Bob Lazar was making sounds, uh, it sounds in the late 80s. I, I uh, have have that you heard of any... Statement. Any sort of testing results from the metal rod that was found, uh, uh, I think it was actually found on a mutilated cow, if I remember correctly. It's found uh, next to the cow. I knew someone else that, uh, that, that heard of that story as well. So the, the story really did happen. There really was some sort of rods that were found out there. Der- Derry told me about it. Yeah. I don't know if you know what Gary Hart, he told me as, as well that, that uh-huh. he heard it from, from Terry and not sure if he saw it, but Junior Hicks told me the story firsthand, and Junior, you know, held on. Terry gave these to Junior, 
who then uh, took back to his shop. He tried to he tried to chip them or scratch them. You know, no matter what tool he used, he couldn't couldn't dent the material, I guess. And then uh, he he heated them up with a with a torch, and I guess they were glowing red hot. And then he accidentally moved, if I remember his story correctly, he accidentally moved and bumped it and expected to you know to burn himself. Uh, yet the material was cool to the touch, is what he told me. He also hooked up a multimeter, and I guess it gave off a charge that was off the scale, but it you know nothing would electrocute him. So it it was giving out energy, whatever it was. It could receive energy or heat energy, and somehow didn't didn't heat up from it. Whatever this was was then turned over to NIDS by by Junior Hicks, and that's the last we're ever going to hear about it. <laughs> and that's the last we're ever going to hear hear about because well, imagine being an aerospace guy, a billionaire, having a material like that to play with. <laughs> <laughs> Would you be giving it back? No way. <laughs> but he uh, to temper it a little bit. He he told Junior it's nothing more than common insulation found on power lines. It's nothing to be concerned about or, or tractor part or something like yeah, that. Yeah, tractor part was what I heard. It was it was they claimed it was. Which, yeah, it was which Junior said that's you know that's wonderful, but I want it back anyway. And uh, they mysteriously lost it. So, or threw it away, you know. Which he told him, "I, I want this back after you after you're done testing it. That's the only way I'm going to turn it into." Do, do you mention in the book, Ryan, when the ranch uh, reverted from Uinta Ute ownership to private ownership by Anglo's? No, I don't. No, nope, I don't know that information at all. That's a great question. Yeah, I would love to know when that actually uh, occurred because uh, the story That's I got really- was uh, since the Indians weren't allowed to go there, we might as well sell it to the white boys and make some dough off them. Who knows? You know, is is that just part of the the rumor mill, or I mean, that that necessarily the Indians avoid? The, well, what what the book does talk about is that there uh, one of the the native policemen mentions that there is a burial ground up on Skinwalker Ridge, on the ridge overlooking the ranch, and that ridge right. is where I'd I'd say the majority of phenomena happens on that ridge, not necessarily on the ranch property itself. Right in the southern face of that ridge. That, that's yes, correct. And uh, he acknowledged that there's an ancient burial, Indian burial ground up there. So, I, again, that always ties into my theory that why the, the natives are always involved in in the strangeness that's occurring both on the ranch, the basin, and in the Four Corner region. Mm. Yeah, well, the, the whole the whole involvement. Oh, with Bigelow, yeah. Oh, you know, just talking about all these stories makes me want to reread my own book. I love it. Um, <laughs> One of the one of the owners. The one story that always fascinated me with that uh, that was told to me by a previous owner on the ranch. And again, nothing has been said since the uh, the original book that came out on Skinwalker Ranch from any of the previous owners. There was, you know, uh, I think this is all new information. Uh, it was told to me or relayed to me that that an ancient Indian was seen sometimes with the phenomena. And uh, wow, that's a new one. Yeah, yeah, and and I've had I've had another party. It was on the coast to coast AM uh, radio show, uh, where they had a real traumatic experience that had happened to them at Skinwalker Ranch, which is also detailed in the book. Did you did you happen to read that? I I, I don't think I've, I've gotten that far. Uh, that case on the coast to coast show where they had a close encounter with a, a Skinwalker also involved um, this ancient Indian that was uh, leading. These uh, balls of light and this black mass, this tentacled black mass-like creature. We're going to see so a black I- mass <laughs> if we don't do this break right now. A bigger black mask. We have. Let me remind you that on next week's episode of the Paracast, we'll be featuring Nick Redfern, author of a new book called Close Encounters. 
of a fatal kind about the suspicious deaths of various people in the UFO field. Ryan Skinner with Shane and Gogs Mackay joins us on the other side with Gene and Chris. You're in the Paracast. Not just an alternative to the mainstream media. We're the premier independent talk radio network. We are GCN. First came Attack of the Rockoids, and it was a critically acclaimed success. And now there is the coming of the Protectors. A former military intelligence man is contacted by a space woman in a dream. A dream that turns out to be a nightmare, because evil forces on our distant planet are planning to conquer the Earth. This is gripping science fiction of the classic kind. Attack of the Rockoids and the coming of the Protectors. Find out more at Rockoids.com. That's Rockoids, R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S, dot com. So here's what happened. I was placing an order online. The site went down. It took hours before it returned, but I had already placed the order with another company. If your site goes down, you could lose business. And if you have a business or personal site, you'll want to know it's easy to run and it will stay online. At iWeb, your site is hosted on one of the most reliable networks in the world. Talk to a sales rep at iWeb.com. Use the promo code TECHNIGHTOWL for a special discount. You've talked about it for a while. Now it's time to get your family the emergency readiness pack it deserves. And there's one site to turn to, TopPackGear.com. From large to small, you'll find kits for every purpose, and all of them can be customized by you. TopPackGear.com offers the best pre-built packs the internet has to offer. Assembled using only high-quality products vetted by pros and chosen for the best balance of quality and value. Prepare, endure, prevail with TopPackGear.com. You are now in the crosshairs. The NSA and the FBI are treating you like a criminal and monitoring your every move. Ron Paul said recently, The evidence of the totalitarian nature of this government is on display undeniably every day. What's taking place right now is a coup and the destruction of the Constitution. But a friend and patriot has discovered a loophole. Find out about the NSA loophole before they shut it down at privacylockdown.com. That's privacylockdown.com. Hi, this is Steve Sanchez, and based on a recent study, it was found that 57 million Americans had legal issues over the last 12 months, but only 60% of those studied sought out the services of a lawyer. Why? In a nutshell, affordability. While my friends at Legal Shield have created a solution that can help you not if, but when you need an attorney. For as little as $17 per month, Legal Shield will provide you unlimited access to qualified attorneys at an accomplished law firm for advice and counsel on legal issues, no matter how serious or trivial. For over 40 years and with 1.4 million families across North America, Legal Shield can help you, the loyal GCN listener. Representatives are standing by now to answer your questions, so call them now at 1-855-340-SAVE. That's 1-855-340-7283 or visit them at lsprotection.com. That's lsprotection.com. Results will vary from case to case.
Have you ever noticed how many sick and miserable people there are? I'm serious. I'm talking about people of all ages who have conditions and diseases which affect their quality of life. Most of them seem to have one thing in common, polypharmacy. That is dependence on multiple prescription drugs with side effects that actually make them sicker and sicker, not healthy. The good news is that people are waking up to the fact that if you supply your body with all of the nutrients it requires, you will feel better, be healthier, and have a better life. It's important to know that Beyond Tangy Tangerine is the the most amazing, great-tasting, comprehensive nutritional supplement. Besides supplying all the vitamins our bodies need, it also supplies the necessary minerals that are required for the vitamins to kick in. Look, folks, I'm hooked on it, and I think if you try it, you'll become hooked. This stuff really works. That's why I'm urging you to make it part of your daily health regimen. Visit InfoWarsTeam.com to secure your canister of Beyond Tangy Tangerine today. Sign up for auto ship and save on shipping costs. That's Beyond Tangy Tangerine at InfoWarsTeam.com. Hi, this is Nick Pope. You're listening to the Paracast. Ryan Skinner is answering your questions, listeners. He'll hang by a little bit more. He's author with D.L. Wallace of a new book called Skinwalker Ranch, No Trespassing, True Stories, Secret Files. That's $2.99, believe it or not, $2.99 from... Kindle from Amazon, if you like it. We also have Gogs, Mackay, and Shane, as I said, joining us. Shane, did you have any questions you wanted to ask? No, I just wanted to add that uh, I think you guys are right that these portal areas seem to extend in other regions. and uh, So I just wanted to add, I don't really have any other questions. I just wanted to mention that there are other areas. Like, it's uh, yeah. pretty, pretty... Uh, I'm sure that they want to keep the public eye from having too many people looking around, but I don't think they can stop it. You know, I mean, there's, there's uh, too many areas. That's all I really have. Let me ask you, Ryan, have you considered, or are you so involved in this area? It's just not practical looking into other so-called window areas around the country, around the world and see how they compare. Everything ties back into the book. Um, one of the most fascinating stories I have in the book, and, and you know, I have so many stories about Skinwalker Ranch, but everybody keeps asking me about a story in a, at a Texas airport in uh, Tyler County. And uh, th- this guy contact me, contacted me about a year ago, and he's been sharing these, these just unbelievable stories with me for the past uh, 12 months or so. And the reason he contacted me is because he read the first book and he he's heard about the things going on at Skinwalker and said, I have the same thing happening out here, except it's, it's to a level even, even higher than, than what you may have had experienced at Skinwalker. And, um, I shared some of those stories and, and again, of, of all the ones in that book, and I, I, there's, there's some real gems in there. People keep asking me more and more about his story. Um, and I'm still in contact with him today. And this year I plan to, uh, maybe put the brakes a little bit on Skinwalker. I, I'm definitely going back out there, but I'm going to spend some time going out to Tyler County where I don't have to duck and hide and run from guards necessarily, or, you know, I can really immerse myself in my equipment and uh, spend some time out there and document what's going on. Or, Do you ever think here, Ryan, that one day you're going to have to pay the piper here running and sneaking in and around <laughs> the Skinwalker Ranch? The guards will say, this is enough. Let's just arrest this guy for trespassing, send him to jail a while, and or get rid of him in well, some other Ryan way. Ryan doesn't go on the ranch, Gene. Uh, he learned his mm-hmm, lesson. That's true. 
a while ago. But, so if he gets, well, that's what that's what we never him. really clarified when he went on the ranch, and he was apparently captured or caught. No, he didn't say he did. He, he said he I knew of a, of, of someone that did. All right, it's a big difference. And Ryan, Ryan maybe a lot of things, but one thing he's not is is an idiot. <laughs> Unfortunately, that ranch is attracting a lot of um, more, shall we say, amateurish, uh, enthusiastic uh, types uh, that are going out there and not exercising uh, discretion and caution. Not have said it better. Now, our listeners will remember that earlier in the show, you did say something, Ryan, about being on that property. All right, I won't press the issue. <laughs> so for people <laughs> who are you. just really curious about this, what advice, Ryan, would you give them in trying to learn more about what's going on or just stay away? Yeah, stay away. <laughs> <laughs> no, not at all. There, there's enough literature out there at this point. Uh, I have my website, which is a repository for information, anything about Skinwalker Ranch or even even on that topic in general. Um, there's book, not just my books. There, there's just a ton of books that have, have hit in the market in the past uh, seven years. Uh, you mentioned UFO, Utah UFO Display by Frank Salisbury. The Skinwalker Ranch book by George Knapp and Colm Kelleher. Uh, just, just read as much as you can, and then, then when you've had your fill and your imagination is, you know, you've painted that beautiful picture in your head. It's, it's time to hit the road. You got to get out, and it doesn't necessarily mean you have to go to Skinwalker. Remember, anywhere in that basin, just my advice is just find find a lonely mesa, the loneliest one you can see in the distance. Uh, bring a tent, bring an armchair, and bring a beer, and and start walk there. Go there by yourself. Make sure it's after eight o'clock at night. Plop that chair down and and buckle in for the ride you you may or may not have. Well, I've I've heard there's some incredible uh, activity going on at the extreme southwestern corner of the ranch, right where uh, Sago Canyon starts, goes off the yeah. off the reservation yeah. down towards uh, the Green River. That area has had an incredible amount of activity, and very little of it has been. Uh, you know, it has been mentioned outside of uh, the locals there. I mean, how many people live in, you know, again, the more wild the area, in my opinion, the less people living out there, the more active potentially it could be. You really just got to get away from humanity a little bit in society and immerse yourself in that desert. Yeah. And bring plenty of water. Forget the yeah. beer. Bring the water. <laughs> Beers so will just I make you thirstier. <laughs> it's a liquid. We don't want to get in trouble if we go on there. Or maybe what we should do is we should have Maya Sites uh, set up a tour. Well, of course, they, they don't go into this country so much. I mean, set up a tour. If, if, you're really, if you're really itching to get out there, I, I do have a recommendation. And there, there's an observation place to the south. There, there's maps on my website. You can go to the south, and you can see the ranch, which is a quarter of a mile away. You can actually see it. And uh, you're somewhat on uh, public land there. Or... You can, there's another viewing area from from the northeast, but me myself, I mean, if you're adventurous and and really want to uh, experience it firsthand, you got to dirty your hands a little bit. And to the to the east of the ranch, there's a river. There's a little creek that runs to the east of the ranch. Walk up and down that creek again uh, sometime at night, and you're on you're on a boy. You might be on native land, so make sure you get a permit at the local gas station, but. That that's exactly where I would be. That or or one of the mesas on top of Randallette. You do not need to necessarily jump the fence and cross that border and put yourself in a world of pain by going to Skinwalker. You'll have the same chances and the same encounters, if not if not more. You might find an even hotter spot. It's that whole region. Be safe. Be smart. 
Gogs Mackay, you had a question. Be sanitary. Yeah, um, Ryan, hi, Gogs here. I was just interested, do you happen, would you have happened to have heard uh, the location of the other supposed portal areas that NIDS were interested in around the same Um, time that they were interested there? It's been rumoured. Let's see, I can't remember his name. Haas wrote a book called Shards of the Skinwalker, Skinwalker Shards where he mentions a portal location on uh, in Arizona on a location called uh, Satan's Butte, which happens to be, I think it's longitude. The longitude is the up and down, exactly on the line, exactly south from uh, from Skinwalker Ranch. Gene, pack your bags. Asking. We're going. Gene, hey, yeah. Ryan. Ryan, it's in Arizona. Shane. Yeah, Ryan, this is Shane. Are you are you talking about the one that's in Buckley, Arizona? The horse ranch. I think I that might no be idea. what you're talking about. I know yeah. the location. You can look it up on Google. It's called Satan's Satan's Butte. And then you you look on on a map, and it happens to be exactly uh, directly dead end to the south of uh, of Skinwalker, and it's still within that four four region, sorry, four corners region. You know that was that was walked upon and lived in by some of these tribes, these ancient tribes. Kind of so makes you think about ley lines and things like that. Yeah. So it- in uh, right. southern England, you know, there are so many ancient paranormal and sort of uh, religious sites that are along these lines. And obviously, in the, in the times since ancient times, modern churches and what have you, towns have been built along these uh, lines. And I'm sure that was there not a, a former pilot stroke engineer guy from New Zealand who wrote a book about these about an energy grid around the earth. And at the intersections of this kind of grid that he came out with was places like the Giza, Giza area, and you know whatever. And you just got to wonder if if these areas at the Uinta Basin and south into Arizona, um, if there are these kind of lines of abnormality, shall we call it? That was me done. <laughs> I, I do have some <laughs> yeah, information. This is Shane again. I do have some information that. Uh, Bigelow was involved. Um, there was a guy who claimed, and I don't know, this could be all fiction, uh, a claim by a guy who is a, a psychological counselor. He owns a ranch in Buckley, Arizona. I, I'm looking at the map right now uh, that claimed to actually, now this could be all this speculation, might be the same case. claimed yeah. to actually kill something. And I don't know if this is true or not. But Bigelow was involved, according to uh, Daryl Sims, and I think he talked about it on the Paragast, but Bigelow, was, uh, that was Buckley, Arizona. So that's the only that, thing I have. Is that the ranch that the military bought up or something? Have you not been to such a ranch in Arizona, Chris? We'll answer that in our next segment. Yes. Ryan, you want to stay another portion or what? Oh, I, I can't leave. This is too intense. Okay, that's the story. Okay. We have Ryan Skinner. We're joined by Shane and by Gogs Mackay. Much more to come. With Gene and Chris, you're in the Paracast. UnseenNow.com, proud sponsor of GCN. Unseen Now's unparalleled encryption tools keep your communications secure. GCN.
Hi, this is Ted Anderson. If you'd like to listen to GCN programs on the go, I have great news. GCN has created a Droid and iPhone application, and it's free. Just as easy as going to GCNlive.com, click on the banner and download. Before you know it, you'll be listening to your favorite hard-hitting GCN shows, live or on demand, right on your Droid or iPhone, 24-7 and on the go. So download the Droid and iPhone app free by clicking on the banner at GCNlive.com. Thanks again for listening to GCNlive.com. Again, that's GCNlive.com. Hi, this is Ted Anderson. Have you ever wondered why banks, stockbrokers, investment advisors won't talk about gold IRAs? They've been available since 1986, yet the financial industry won't recognize the value of gold for your retirement. Gold has outperformed paper investments, yet no word about IRAs. If you would like to have gold for your retirement, call 800-686-2237. Don't get left behind by rising inflation and low returns. Call 800-686-2237. Secure your future and call 1-800-686-2237. At 30dayfoodsupply.com, you can now purchase a -a one-of-a-kind product not available anywhere else. A meatless burger dry mix in four delicious flavors. With our new Oregon Trail Foods vegan burgers, all you do is add water and fry. They need no refrigeration. They're packaged in Mylar bags with an oxygen absorber for a long shelf life. They're non-GMO. They're gluten, soy, nut, and chemical-free, but they're loaded with flavor. And a good source of carbs and protein, yet low in sodium. Flavors include Italian, spicy Mexican, six vegetable and black bean olive go to 30dayfoodsupply.com or call 541-229-0010 and order today eat them every day take them camping or save them for an emergency check them out at 30dayfoodsupply.com and click on the vegan burger icon that's 30dayfoodsupply.com where all of our products are produced in oregon by oregon trail foods 30dayfoodsupply.com Welcome back to the Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. And now, here's Gene Steinberg. Last four segments of our show, Ryan Skinner is joining us with his newest book discussing Skinwalker Ranch and the various legends and facts around it. We're joined by Gogs Mackay. And Ricky Wah or Shane or the other Ryan, depending on your point of view. Mr. Skinner, you have some further comments about what our friendly listeners have commented upon. Well, just the Satan Butte story. Uh, Bigelow's team was directly involved in researching that. Um, so that for whatever reason, there, there, there's a parallel or a correlation between Skinwalker Ranch, Bigelow's team's fascination with that and direct uh, on-site research and this location which could potentially be a result of ley lines or, or some other unknown geological abnormality or commonality between the two. But his, his team was involved in, in, in that as well. So I, I, that's another portal. And, and I have been to Bradshaw Ranch, which I think uh, it's a COGS. May COGS. Been, yeah, that's the um, one, Bradshaw Ranch. Yeah, yeah, I've, I've been out there quite a bit. And just, that's a fascinating property, too. Yeah. Uh, maybe... Maybe something going on out there. Well, I, I've had some encounters out there, but I don't know if it's portal related or what it is. You have. Tell us more. At Bradshaw? Sure. Well, with a team of researchers, you know, there's the government bought up the property. There's fences all around it. No, they appropriated it from the Bradshaws. They stole it, basically. Right. Oh, they didn't buy it, I guess. Yeah, they took it over. Probably shouldn't 
admit to this. Hop defense, of course. <laughs> I had to spend the night out there and <laughs> literally. <laughs> I knew we'd have that eventually if we asked enough. I did it too. So. Yeah, I don't. Know. Now that they know, I, they'll I, come after both of you. No, I don't know if that's as actively. Who knows? That might be more monitored than Skinwalker. I really, who knows? Um, spent the night out there, kind of camped out. There's, there's like a little ancient ruins or something. Maybe it was a brick house or something at one time, but it's just ruins at this point. And I, I sat there overlooking the property from a little, from a hill, na- neighboring hillside. Uh, suddenly saw three glowing triangles um, in the uh, in the sky, as if as if like windows had turned on in some invisible vehicle. I don't know, but it was just three glowing uh, translucent triangles kind of above the the ranch i found that to be that happened pretty early on in the night and yeah i've been out there 50 times probably and and i've been on that same hill and had had some pretty interesting sightings there uh yeah there's something to it yeah yeah there's definitely something going on there Uh, i think the the activity seems to have have was kind of receded a bunch since the uh mid to late 90s but I'm looking at this map here of Satan's Butte, and that's right in the area that I've heard constant rumors and stories of of unusual activity that's uh, out near Indian Wells and Loop, uh, Arizona, which is on the Navajo Indian Reservation. Yeah, Chris, uh, John Edmonds, and he's public with his name. Um, there's a lot of controversy around him, but his horse ranch there uh, allegedly... Uh, is very active for this kind of activity, and it's not very well talked about, but I'm sure everyone, you might have heard of it. But the, according to him, that uh, it's very, um, several people have actually um, experienced some very odd experiences. It might lean in the direction of, you know, missing time, that type of thing. I don't know if this is credible or not, but he's so freaked out that i i do believe he's planning on moving to tennessee but yeah it's on uh two till road buckeye arizona there's quite a quite a background two hill road t-u-t hill road yeah you can get the address on the internet oh tut hill road okay and that's john john edmonds edmonds okay when are you leaving chris pardon me when are you leaving <laughs> uh, sometime in the next couple of days, I'm gonna I'm gonna head up there. <laughs> well, we have to know about this because what happens if you don't return? Well, the show doesn't air till Sunday, so <laughs> you could probably interview him for the Paracast. He's been on several other shows. He's he's a psychological counselor, uh, and he seems like a pretty level-headed guy. I don't know about the claims of killing. Uh, uh, six foot tall gray alien and uh, mopping up the remains with Daryl Sims and Bigelow. I, you know, there's controversy. He sent allegedly sent tissue samples to Doctor Levengood and Robert Collins got involved, which kind of make makes the whole thing suspect. But you never know. I don't know. That's just all I know about it. Well, this is also near the area in the late '90s where a little uh, Navajo grandmother claimed that uh, a ship came down, uh, beans came out, and they sat around the campfire with her. And it became a bit of a pilgrimage site for the next few months. Uh, you know, uh, Navajo were, were trooping out there, and evidently it was a series of, of sightings. Tom Dongo uh, looked into it uh, fairly extensively and actually bought video equipment for a family that was nearby. 
uh, hoping that they could go ahead and monitor the location. And uh, when he hadn't heard from them in, in a while, he got in touch with them and uh, they'd hawk the uh, cameras. <laughs> 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 so, uh, yeah, it's it's tough investigating on uh, Indian reservations. I'll be the first to uh, caution anyone who wants to go around the Uinta Basin, yeah. who wants to go around the Navajo Reservation, you have to have permission to be out there. Uh, that's a, a sovereign country. So, you know, be aware. You're not <laughs> under the uh, rules and laws of the United States when you're on an Indian reservation. They're their own se- separate sovereign entity. So, uh, you know, be be careful, be aware, and cover your uh, your tails and, and, and you know, be, be prepared. It sounds like when you say that you've, mentioning something related to this TV show about a Wyoming lawman who goes into Indian grounds named Longmire. Ever hear of that yeah. show? Yeah, yeah, I have. You have. It, it, it's great. It was written by a guy who lives in a town of 25 people. So it's fascinating. Chris, but, Chris I had a question. This is Ryan Skinner. Please. You'd mentioned you had mentioned earlier that you heard some new information about uh, one of the guards that was killed on the ranch. I, I haven't heard anything since since that rumor of you know, the thing spilled out of the portal and fell into the guy's lap almost, and he pulled his gun out and started shooting wildly. And I guess uh, he was killed as a result. But ha- have you heard something new on that topic, and <clears throat> would you like to share? Well, no, I've I've gotten excuse me uh, another local who. Uh, didn't have an exact time frame, but again, uh, it was uh, mid to late summer, 99, and they claimed they saw a very unusual activity out there, uh, convoys of SUVs, a uh, flatbed truck with a something on it that was uh, under a tarp, uh, unusual hel- helicopter activity, and uh, these people were, were kind of, you know, parked in the dark uh, overlooking the ranch trying to, you know... Uh, I think they were to the east of the ranch. They were trying to ascertain what was going on. And one of the uh, local uh, Ute policemen uh, caught sight of them and came over and, and, and they knew the guy and he was really angry and said, what are you doing here? And they said, well, we're just, you know, checking out what's going on. What's, what's happening there. And he said, well, uh, one of, one of the tribe committed suicide out there. So, you know, I'm not sure uh, if it's related. Uh, it, it's uh, the same approximate time period, and it involves a death on the ranch, which has been vehemently denied by all concerned uh, with the Bigelow crowd. And I have never heard any of them, uh, you know, confirm that a, a death occurred out there. And according to this, uh, you know, local police uh, officer, uh, someone did die out there. The, the amount of suicides and cancer rates in the neighboring properties is just, it's, it's almost mind-blowing how the number of those that have, have occurred. I've talked to, I, I, I stay in communication with some of the neighbors over the years, and uh, I, I've heard of two suicides on, on just the real close neighboring properties. And one of, the, one of the people that I knew really well died of really horrific forms of uh, cancer. I mean, he had multiple things that all happened to him at once. And he told me he had a, he described a close encounter that he had one night while working on the field next to the ranch. Hey, we got to do our break here, but this brings up so many more problems. Are the four corners dangerous to your health? I'm going to ask that question on the other side. Ryan Skinner joins us. We have Shane and Goggs with Gene and Chris. You're in the Paracast. (laughs) 
Neighbors, are you tired of dealing with a slow web hosting provider? Well, check out A2 Hosting and their screaming fast Swift server platform. They even have SSDs that load pages 300% faster than the competition. Ready to give your site a speed boost? Well, tell you what, neighbors, head on over to a2hosting.com. That's A2, that's number two, a2hosting.com. Check out their Prime Hosting account. And get this, neighbors, they're even giving you an exclusive 25% off discount for all our listeners. 25%. And remember, their Guru Crew support team is standing by 24-7, 365 days a year to answer any of your questions. Now, to get the discount, use the coupon code GENE when you check out. Quantitative easing, unemployment at depression levels, Europe financial system falling apart, China getting out of U.S. treasuries. At the end of 2008, the time of TARP, the national debt was at 11 trillion gold, trading around $850 per ounce. Close to 2012, the national debt exceeded 16.4 trillion, gold doubled to $1,600 per ounce. The 20 trillion threshold for the national debt is inevitable. Politicians in Washington have a ferocious appetite for spending and stimulus. What's worse, a printing press to finance. A hundred years ago, we had a gold standard to limit this madness, but now you have to adopt your own gold standard. Don't be fooled with paper promises. Get Midas Resources 10 Reasons to Buy Gold free by calling 800-686-2237. Understanding the gold and silver market may be the only insurance you could have to avoiding the next economic crisis. Call 1-800-686-2237 and order your free copy. Again, that's 800-686-2237. Don't complain about your cable bill going up and up and up. Do something about it. Grab a pencil and jot down this special number. 1-855-905-MY-TV. The more cable TV rates go up, the better digital satellite TV looks. Say goodbye to the cable guy. And get more of your favorite channels in 100% digital quality for less money. Call 1-855-905-MY-TV. Sign up for packages starting as low as $19.99 and there's no equipment to buy. You get free HD TV upgrade, a free DVR upgrade, and free professional and installation you control what you watch when you watch it record your favorite shows pause and rewind live tv even skip the commercials watch local channels too at just 19.99 what are you waiting for pull out your major credit or debit card call 1-855-905-MY-TV 1-855-905-MY-TV say goodbye to the cable guy cut costs and get more 1-855-905-MY-TV 1-855-905-MY-TV What good is a Big Berkey water filter? We get that question a lot here at BigBerkeyWaterFilters.com. And in a word, the answer is protection. Protection from water main breaks, E. coli contamination, environmental chemical spills, pesticide runoff, chlorine taste and smell, and all forms of fluoride. Plus, Big Berkey water filters are the original gravity water filter system and most trusted on the market for a reason. Tested by multiple independent NSF EPA certified labs, they are the gold standard in water purification. At only 1.7 cents a gallon, a single set of filters can last for 5 to 10 years. That means big savings. Big Berkey, the one that's powerful enough to purify stagnant pond water. Get a Big Berkey today at BigBerkeyWaterFilters.com. GCN listeners receive 5% off all ceramic filter systems. Visit our website or call 1-877-99-BERKEY. That's 877-99-BERKEY. Big Berkey Water Filters, for the love of clean water. 
We'd like to hear from you. If you have a comment or question about the Paracast, send it to news at theparacast.com. That's news at theparacast.com. And don't forget to visit our famous Paracast community forums at forum.theparacast.com. Ryan Skinner is here to talk about his latest book on Skinwalker Ranch. Two of our listeners, Gogs, and the other Ryan, whom we call Shane, and we'll not try to figure that out later, but we do that. We have multiple people with multiple names and all that stuff. But I'm going to ask you then, Ryan Skinner, do you think that area has something about it, residual radiation, whatever, that may be dangerous to one's health? Definitely. This was discussed, uh, I think, last time I did an interview with you that the state of Utah is familiar with uh, there's an abnormal amount of ozone that's occurring in the Uinta Basin. And I guess it's it's so high that it's I think it's the second highest uh, ozone pollution or pollution rate uh, in the entire world. And it's occurring right in the basin. So I think they I heard they just commissioned some sort of million multi-million dollar study to try to find out why. And uh, nobody knows. That would be interesting to see whether that characteristic can be measured in other so-called window areas. Hmm. That might be a great indicator. Yeah, yeah, it'd be good to check for that correlation. Absolutely. Chris, do you feel the time you spent there has reduced your lifespan? No, probably the time I've spent on this show has reduced my lifespan more. (laughs) But uh, no, I, you know, again, I've only been there twice. Uh, Once was before the story broke and once was on that ill-fated journey that I accompanied Ryan and the Jesse Ventura crew, uh, Ty Ventura and, and Sean Stone. And uh, we did have an, an, an interest, interesting anomalous light sighting. That there was no, I mean, it wasn't a big deal for me. It was for the the Hollywood boys. But uh, And Ryan and I kind of were chuckling about, about them being all, <laughs> I mean, to me, that was, you know, Minor. probably a common occurrence out there. You probably see that stuff almost every night. But... Yep. But uh, I don't think, no, I, I don't feel any adverse health effects of, of being out there. Now, being around Dulce, that, now that's another area, the Dulce, uh, you know, Hickory Apache Indian Reservation that has incredible amounts of environmental uh, radiation pollution from uh, probably uh, Operation Gas Buggy, which was, uh, you know, a 27 megaton bomb they blew up 4,000 feet below to free up gas, and it succeeded in... Uh, polluting the water table and the environment and the possibility that the, there's some sort of buried nuclear waste in the area that's being hidden uh, with the myth of the Dulce alien base. And uh, mm-hmm. that I would feel uh, more uncomfortable spending any amount of time in that area um, as opposed to, to going out to the Uinta Basin. Gogs, you were mentioning in a brief chat room message that there's a TV show. Is this a British show called Navajo Cops? No, I... I I presume it's just um, uh, you know a British TV company have uh, bought it from from Americans, but it's following the uh, Navajo cops that and I, was, I think the Navajo Nation encompasses a, a few states, if I'm right. They seem to be be showing that the the cops will investigate reports of paranormal activity of any kind. And they certainly weren't trying to make fun of it or anything. And they're kind of demonstrating that the the Navajo cops take it seriously. And in this one episode, they were looking for some 
animal that they were calling a howler that many people had reported and the locals were saying you know it wasn't a coyote it wasn't this it wasn't that and they were out with night vision and all sorts looking for it they didn't nothing came came of it but i'm just wondering if like ryan um ryan skinner or chris maybe have heard of this animal called a howler you know well of course jc johnson is plugged in with the navajo rangers and and a lot of the uh law enforcement types and, and people that live up in the uh, northeast corner of the Navajo Res, which is about a 30,000 square mile reservation, by the way. It's the largest in the country. Based on different types of descriptions have come out for hairy hominid types. Uh, howler is one of them. I have heard that term before. It's not one that you hear very often. Mostly it's uh, Bigfoot, Susquash, uh, those types of uh, terminologies. I agree. I think it's just another, they're just using a different term for what may be a Bigfoot sighting. And I, and I did see that episode. It was that was an extremely entertaining show. That was a lot of fun. And, and it's just impressive how how the law enforcement agency on on a reservation um, does take that topic uh, somewhat more seriously. Or it's not a joke to them. Um, it's something that they actively investigate. Yeah. And also in that Skinwalker Shards book by by Haas that I was referring to the Satan's Butte earlier, the local uh, native, the Bureau of Indian Affairs, the which are the Indian uh, policemen uh, were also actively investigating all the the UFO landing cases that were happening on that butte, which again, you wouldn't see that with our traditional police force. Shane, you had a question? Well, I just wanted to make a comment that I wonder how many attempts there have been to throw us, the researchers and the public uh, off the track. The reason why I asked this is because one of the the shows that the Paracast did with Nick Redfern, which have been many, uh, he, a very interesting piece of information came out of that show when he talked about, well, first of all, the Braxton Monster, a case that Frank Ficino investigated, which I've always had questions about. I, I've never really understood it. But when Nick found a document by the Rand Corporation in 1952, that they had attempted to stage or they put out this creature that was a, a robot, but it was actually done by, I think, British intelligence in uh, World War II. There right, was, in Italy. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, the we ha- one thing that we have to be aware of is these intelligence agencies are very tricky and deceitful, and they do these things. And it was, uh, in this instance, it was the Rand Corporation. But I, I believe that the, the Braxton County monster very well could be one of these uh, psychological operations. But I'm not saying that every case that's what happens. But it makes you wonder with all these sightings of, of these strange creatures, which ones are attempts to confuse the public and which ones are legitimate cryptozoological creatures. That's well, that's. Well. Like Shane, what you're saying is um, the the one that Nick Redfern was uh, referring to the this uh, the British military uh, kind of experiment. It was just almost identical to the later Flatwoods encounter. And if it can be done once, it's very likely that it's been done, you know, again. So I think you're you know completely right in that sometimes these things may indeed have a you know a more prosaic explanation but a very very 
you know, kind of strange prosaic ex- uh, explanation in that it being some kind of intelligence operation for whatever reason to gauge public opinion, to throw people off the scent. Because we know all the stories about Area 51 being perfectly happy about UFO stories because it kept attention away from what they were probably really doing with their Black Project aircraft and such like. So I think it definitely could translate into other kind of areas of the paranormal. Mm -hmm. I absolutely agree. And the more notoriety it gets, the more attention it gets, I think the higher the likelihood that they're going to use that as some sort of psychological weapons uh, testing program or something to gauge public response. We have Ryan Skinner with Gogs and Shane and Gene and Chris. You're in the Paracast. GCN, proudly sponsored by UnseenNow.com. Find out how to stop Big Brother in his tracks at UnseenNow.com. This is GCN. Graphic Converter is the image manipulation tool for the rest of us. It does not use any database. You get full control of all your files. Want to view the images of a folder? Drag it into Graphic Converter and a powerful browser opens up to show your image files. You could use it for slideshows. You could use it to import images from digital cameras or from scanners. Need to do some image editing? You can do that too in Graphic Converter. Also print catalogs convert from so many formats i can't even list them download now to see if graphic converter is good for you like one and a half million other users guess what you could save money when you buy graphic converter use the coupon code night owl use the coupon code night owl to get a special price for graphic converter go to lemkesoft.com that's l-e-m-k-e soft.com lemkesoft.com l-e-m-k-e soft.com Today is an important day. It's your day to be ready. Take care of your family and buy your emergency food supply from the Freeze-Dry Guy. Because today, the Freeze-Dry Guy introduces our Mountain House and Packaway one-month food supply. Today, get the Freeze-Dry Guy's 30-day premium unit, normally $364, sale priced at $263, save $101. Buy two cases, normally $727, sale priced at $506, save $222. Or choose three 30-day premium units, normally $1,091, now only $748, save $343 from the freeze-dry guy. These premium units are packed with the highest quality Mountain House entrees, meats, vegetables, and Packaway brand freeze-dried pineapple and dehydrates, such as milk, ABC stew, and rolled oats, 289 half-cup servings. Go to freezedryguy.com or call 866-404-3663. That's freezedryguy.com or call 866-404-3663. Free shipping to the lower 48. Hurry, our Mountain House and Packaway one-month supply sale ends soon. So call now, 866-404-3663. For over five years, you've been hearing about the Berkey guy, so you may know a few things about him. For example, you are well aware of the superior quality and effectiveness of Berkey water filters and accessories. But did you know the Berkeys have had independent lab tests done to prove just how effective they are? It's true, and he can email you the test results. Just visit GoBerkey.com. You may also know that the Berkey guy has helped tens of thousands of people get better prepared. Now here's something you may not know. GoBerkey.com has amazing specials and deals all the time on a wide variety of survival and preparedness products. 
most ready to ship same day. Visit the Berkey Guy at GoBerkey.com and be sure to click the red Products on Sale Now button. You can always call toll-free 877-886-3653. Again, that's 877-886-3653. GoBerkey.com, home of the Berkey Guy. The human body is extraordinary. Despite all the stresses we inflict upon it, it still works hard to stay in balance. Thousands upon thousands of people rely upon heart and body extract to help their body stay balanced. This excellent 100% natural herbal formula helps maintain healthy blood pressure levels, cleans arteries, promotes good circulation, balances cholesterol, and more. HB extract paired with healthy lifestyle choices like good nutrition and exercise can give you a life free of pain, sickness, and fear. Recapture your youthful vitality and experience your body healing itself with the aid of HB extract. It's extremely effective and it starts working in just days. Visit hbextract.com to learn more and to read scores of testimonials from satisfied customers. And we've never increased our price in over 10 years. That makes heart and body extract as great a value now as it was the first day we sold it. A healthy heart is a happy heart. Call 866-295-5305 or go to hbextract.com. This is Jacques Vallée, and you're listening to the Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. So you were about to say, and we had to stop for a break, Chris O'Brien, that this is all being done as some kind of government experiment to gauge public responses? No, I'm not saying it's all being done to do that. I'm saying that when a case gets the notoriety of a skinwalker uh, ranch case or other areas in the country that have been targeted by investigators, the more attention is put on it in the media, I think, the more the likelihood that the um, psychological operations folks get involved to try to have some fun and games and engage, uh, you know, unwitting witnesses' responses to uh, various stimuli. And, and it, it absolutely makes perfect sense to me that these would be perfect Petri dishes for some sort of you know, psychological operations, uh, gauging the effectiveness of, of psychological operations. So they're using the real experiences, the real events, as kind of a stepping off point to do their own stuff. Exactly. Uh, it, it, if they aren't doing that, I would be very surprised. Okay, well, but that leads to a larger question, which is, Chris, how can you tell the real from the fake or the disinformation? Well, that, that, you know, <laughs> that's, that's, that's a good question. Obviously, having, the, having some gear, knowing how to operate it, uh, you know, getting triangulated, uh, you know, video footage, having, having uh, metering equipment that might uh, measure uh, magnetic anomalies, uh, all, you know, all sorts of things uh, could be brought to bear on that situation to ascertain its, its true mundane or high-strange nature. I mean, I've seen the government do this in the San Luis Valley. They th- they flew three C-131s, wingtip to wingtip, and had a single row of lights sequencing down the, the leading edge of the wings of all three planes to make it look like it was 300 feet uh, plus. And if I hadn't been five miles away and stopped my car and got out and, and heard the engines and seen the actual shapes of the planes with night vision, if I had been just a few miles further away, I would have seen a huge 300-foot mothership fly by. So, so what do, 
Sorry, what do we think the, the you know the state of the art of holographic projection might be just now? Because I keep sort of hearing rumours about you know the military being able to project this and that into the sky, and if they can do that, they can almost kind of mimic any kind of UFO Ex event. Exactly. Yeah, I haven't heard anything concrete. Ryan, have you heard anything about holographic proje uh, projection technology? I haven't heard anything concrete. Of course, I, nothing I, at I, all. I, it harkens back to Serge Monast in the uh, mid '90s, talking about Project Blue Beam and and uh, and this huge sky, you know, sized uh, hologram of of Jesus uh, talking to mm -hmm. you uh, by name and stuff. I mean, they were talking about this stuff over 20 years ago. So who knows? Uh, with the computing power we have, you know, increased knowledge of light and how to how to utilize and and manipulate light. You know, all bets are off, I think, uh, in many ways for a lot of these sighting events. And it, it would only be triangulated uh, footage that would reveal whether something is holographic in nature or a real physical three-dimensional object. Well, I've heard that, I, I really don't know what to make of the whole chemtrail thing, but I've heard that, uh, you know, things like silver nitrate maybe uh, have been used in, uh, you know, cloud seeding uh, for, you know, rain generation and such like but i imagine there would be a way to kind of um disperse in the atmosphere something that gives the atmosphere a little bit more substance and using that you would have something more solid to project such yeah. a hologram on i'm just yeah, thinking think off it's... the top of my head here yeah yeah, it's silver iodide that they use for that. But but that, some of the constituent right. elements, barium, there have been metals that have been detected. And uh, that would be a reflective surface that, that, that may be conducive for that. I saw, the, I saw a holographic uh, exhibition at the New York uh, Museum of Holography. Uh, it took them three, you know, cancellations to get the proper cloud conditions. But they, they uh, did holograms on clouds above New York City. So, uh -huh. And that was back in the 70s. <laughs> so who knows uh, how far the state of the art has gone from then. Of course, Don Ecker has a story that's quite funny and quite comical. Of course, uh, we all uh, are friends with Don Ecker of seeing Wiley Coyote <laughs> outside of Area 51 where somebody, uh, <laughs> and uh, it turned out the whole thing was a sham or somebody was just playing it. It's a trickster element. It's Chris's trickster element. Yeah. So... <laughs> <laughs> Not to say that there aren't real cryptological creatures, but it's just something to be aware of. I mean, that, anybody in the audience to go take a look at or listen to that show with the Nick Redford, he found a real important piece of information. Yeah, Not I agree. mentioned his, his latest book, which is pretty good, too. That's the book, by the way, Close Encounters of the Fatal Kind, and he's going to be here next week to talk about it, about whether UFO researchers have suffered from early deaths or not oh great oh great yeah i was just thinking that too <laughs> oh, i think man. he was thinking of dr james mcdonald or mk jessup and people like that oh, yeah and, and scott the, rogo there's been there's been a few <laughs> but, the, but the best example was the what the 35 
Marconi scientists uh, in the right. early eighties in the UK, and it, it wasn't just that you know that they were dying. Is some of the manners, the manner of the, the the suicides or purported suicides were, you know, downright bizarre. Just a few of them is enough to make you think. Well, this isn't, you know, a, a standard sample of the population who end up committing suicide. I, in fact, I can't believe that you know more isn't made of this. Um, to you know, to think of uh, you know, the thirty-five people working on the same kind of project for one company, and in a short period of time, they all kill themselves or die in strange circumstances. Or all the bankers that have been kicking off the last three months. <laughs> yeah, They're well, kicking but, themselves off because they don't want to be arrested and thrown in jail for the rest of their lives. Yeah, maybe that's a bit like the Wall Street crash when they were you know jumping out of the windows. In 29, or what was the date? Right, 1929. Yeah. Well, back to Ryan. What is on your plate now? Uh, obviously, everyone should uh, you know, drop the two ninety nine and, and, and get the Kindle version of your book. I, I mean, I recommend it highly. But what else is on your plate now besides this uh, Texas uh, reports that, that you mentioned earlier? Uh, do, uh, do you want to come out to, to Arizona and, and do some tramping around out here? I'd be more than happy to... To join you on that uh, expedition i definitely want to i'm gonna one second i'm gonna take you up on that my life has kind of taken a different turn uh, it seems like things kind of happen for a reason i just recently got my cdl uh -huh. <laughs> in addition to uh you know, being an author and pilot and all these other things now I'm, i got my cdl and i also bought my own truck and i plan to start transversing america and i'm able to take loads in and drop them off at any state uh, within the United States at any time I want, which wow. to me, yeah, it's it's the perfect it's a perfect job for me because uh, I'll be able to go to Arizona, I'll be able to go to Utah at, at a moment's notice and be paid to to be there. So yeah, yeah, and yeah. all these years it's been nothing but an expense to me. Right. So in so, that case, yeah. there you basically take a load, go to Arizona, spend a few days, and you bet. grab something else and go elsewhere, assuming you survive the trip. <laughs> as long as I, exactly, wherever yeah. I'm headed to and, and, the, and the location itself, surviving that. Well, Shane mentioned something in the message window. You might get abducted. Is that to me or? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we all may have been abducted. I, a, a lot of the people I've interviewed don't even you know, they, they suddenly wake up with uh, their clothes on backwards or in a strange location. But one thing they don't typically have, unlike the Travis Walton case, is they don't have a memory of what happened to them in term between the abduction and where they ended up. Yeah. So who knows? Maybe it's happened to us all. Yeah. all. All of us here. So basically, we've all been abducted. We'll all have to submit ourselves to hypnotic regression and find out about those experiences. Once again, before we have our final segment, the book is called Skinwalker Ranch, No Trespassing, True Stories and Secret Files. And we alluded to that with regard to the documents he's talked about. Ryan Skinner with D.L. Wallace. D.L. Wallace being the skeptical kind of person. More to come with Ryan and Shane and Goggs and Gene and Chris. You're in the Paracast. Free from the shackles of corporate America, we're the place for independent thinkers. GCN. 
Attack of the Rockoids has been well received by critics and readers alike. It's a thrill a minute story you'll never forget. A former U.S. military intelligence officer is haunted by intense dreams about a beautiful woman pleading for his help after a terrible battle in outer space. But the dreams turn out to be true and thrust him into a telepathic love affair with a woman whose faraway planet is intent on destroying the Earth. And now the gripping tale continues in The Coming of the Protectors. It's the second book of the Rockoids trilogy, a galaxy-spanning adventure that pits our hapless heroes against powerful, fanatical enemies that threaten the lives of freedom-loving beings everywhere. Attack of the Rockoids and The Coming of the Protectors, classic science fiction at its best, available now. For more details, visit rockoids.com. That's R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S dot com. This alert just came in. This special announcement is for business owners and leaders of organizations who've been waiting for the right time to build. General Steel has made it impossible to wait any longer with rock-bottom prices that could save you thousands. That's right. General Steel, America's leader in pre-engineered structures, is offering buildings at prices you will never see again. Don't miss these prices. A 50 by 100 for $35,000. You heard right. That's 5,000 square feet for $35,000. Manufacturers, if you need a larger building, try a 100 by 100 commercial building for $129,000. You can't afford to rent with these prices. Imagine a 70 by 100 foot church building for under $69,000. With the economy improving and interest rates still at historic lows, you can't afford to wait. So call 866-91-STEEL. Lock in your price now. Call 866-91-STEEL. That's 866-917-8335. Don't complain about your cable bill going up and up and up. Do something about it. Grab a pencil and jot down this special number. 1-855-905-MY-TV. The more cable TV rates go up, the better digital satellite TV looks. Say goodbye to the cable guy. And get more of your favorite channels in 100% digital quality for less money. Call 1-855-905-MY-TV. Sign up for packages starting as low as $19.99 and there's no equipment to buy. You get free HD TV upgrade, a free DVR upgrade, and free professional installation. You control what you watch when you watch it. Record your favorite shows, pause and rewind live TV, even skip the commercials. Watch local channels too. At just $19.99, what are you waiting for? Pull out your major credit or debit card. Call 1-855-905-MY-TV. 1-855-905-MY-TV. Say goodbye to the cable guy. Cut costs and get more. 1-855-905-MY-TV. 1-855-905-MY-TV. Hello, it's Tom Chenault from The Tom Chenault Show. We are experts in home-based business and residual income. We show people how to make money from their home, either part-time or full-time. And in partnership with Genesis Communication Network, we've organized a team to fight back about people not having money, time, or health and we need your help. What we want you to do is if you've got an interest in building an organization to fight back against people taking our money, taking our time, and taking our health, we want to talk to you. All you need to do is call this number, 855-308-8326. Again, all you want to do is call 855-308-8326. You can make a tremendous amount of money and end up fighting for a great cause. Please call us right now.
Hi, my name is Richard Dolan. You're listening to the Paracast. And maybe the CIA. We used to have a joke at the early days of the Paracast, Chris, before you were involved, where we wondered who in the forums might be the CIA or generic government plant. Well, if they're interested enough to be uh, forum members and to monitor us, then uh, more power to them. They're a little bit more on the ball than I figured that they'd be. Well, we have some wacky people in the forums. Not the two gentlemen here, Shane or Gox, but you know what I'm talking about. You get over there and you get some pretty wacky people. And by the way, Ryan's been involved in the forums too. And he still comes back for more abuse. Yeah, and and Ryan has also had his own Skinwalker Ranch forum for years now, and boy, talk about suffering abuse. My God, some of the stories I remember from a few years ago, the, the, what was happening on that site. Tell yeah, us just, more about it, it Ryan. Uh, we, we've had a lot of, I, I had people possibly working for Bigelow that would post things on the website, so, and uh, been able to call them out. And What would they post? What gave you an indication they might be Bigelow plants? I just can't think of a specific. Uh, there, there was one recently where I identified another location in Cal- uh, Colorado. Uh, there was a, is it ARPO? I can't remember that old investigative. It was like MUFON before MUFON. APRO, uh, yeah. APRO, yes. Yeah, yeah. They did an investigation in Colorado and uh, a lot of similarities between Skinwalker Ranch with. Uh, Seeing entities, hearing hearing these strange voices speaking, you know, robotic voices. Uh, Ryan, was that was yes. was Leo Sprinkle and Sprinkle involved in that? Yes, yes, that's that's my yeah. understanding from speaking to yeah. other investigators. But but I identified the location and I I posted the the coordinates and someone suddenly popped on the forum and you know, I just uh, said some strange things that. I didn't know what I was talking about. The location was all wrong, and I was able to actually back it up and and show them this this is the spot. They just made a lot of statements that couldn't that weren't verified, and we we called them out on it to to the point where why would someone take the time to 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 be so defensive about a, a supposed location for this for this event anyway? It, it just it, it struck me as odd, and and a lot of that has happened over the years where. Well, not to mention the of denial of service and the hackers and all the other yeah, stuff. Yeah, that's it. Makes you wonder how many trolls, how many trolls actually exist. I think we've reached critical mass with the, yeah, the trolls. It on really the wasn't trolling, though. It was somebody purposely trying to, to to get it off track, to to get attention off of the exact location. I, you know, one one of my claims to fame isn't that I was the first one on the ranch. I, Chris knows this. I was not. I came in late in the game, but I'm one of the first people to really get it out there. Um, the location itself and how to find the ranch and, and where, where to position yourself around the ranch if you're going to look out there. And uh, I, I kind of did the same thing with this Colorado property, which, which no, one, no one's known about ever since the story came out. You struck a nerve, obviously. Yeah, yeah. right. Now, you're talking about the Clearview case with the, the saucer and the Bigfoot and all that. The one from 79 that Leo, Leo Sprinkle uh, that is- investigated. Yeah, next yeah. to yeah, that that is the case. Now, and, and where is that? Is that near the Air Force Academy? Where is that? I never knew the actual location. <laughs> it's it is, all, it it's is all, close it's to a military site. base. It is. That's all. That's all the information we had. It's, was it's like, a it's a decommissioned. Uh, it's not even a military base. It's a decommissioned. Uh, what is it? 
class something nuclear silo. Uh, so there's actually a base underground. Um, so where in Colorado was it? I have the exact coordinates on the site. I don't remember. Offhand. Okay. Yeah. I'd love to get that information. I've always been interested in that case. Yeah. That's the Gina, one of the weirder ones. <laughs> Gene, I'd like to say thanks for having uh, me on and your listener. I've listened to the Paracast since the very beginnings when some of the first guests you took the task. And uh, I remember, you know, Dr. Bruce Goldberg and Bill Nell and all the frauds that were exposed thanks to your show. You're one of the first original podcasts out there. And uh, now everybody and their grandma has a podcast. But I think people should take a look at the archives. And you know, I, I, I'm just thanks for having me on, uh, finally being able to be on the show as a guest. And you know what's really great is just, as everyone's been saying in the forums, this, this last run of the Paracast has equaled anything it's ever done in the past. It's just been brilliant. We've had guest after guest, lots of great information. And it's, you know, it's really coasting just now in the best possible way. I'm just loving all the episodes just now. Well, yeah. this one you got to participate in, so yeah. you can make this the best episode of all. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Well, we've been, we've been uh, accused of many things, but one thing you can't argue is the cream rises to the top, and we do, uh, we do tend to attract uh, and are able to get people like Ryan on, who's not going to be doing uh, radio shows I'm about not. this book. Uh, he's he's told asked, me, and he's, he's uh, doing this as a favor, stuff. actually, uh, to be on the show and talk about the book. By the way, he said he'd only do half the show, but he's here for all of it. Yeah. So we <laughs> Thanks, sucked Ryan. him in. You know, we did this in very careful, no, quiet way. <laughs> it, it's just such a fascinating topic that I, yeah. I don't know, you, the way you present it. Yeah. I got to be a part of it. Thank you. And thank you for asking me. To, yeah. To be You're welcome. Uh, anytime. Glad to kind of get it, get it out there. And I'd like to uh, do a little bit of field work with you, too. I think that would be a lot of fun. I've got a portal spot in the San Luis Valley I've been keeping under wraps for years. I've shared it with a few people. But, man, I would sure love to go out there and camp there for a few days. Yeah, yeah, Chris, I'm not, I'm not kidding about that, that uh, recent job that I've decided yeah. to take. And, and the opportunities that, that <laughs> the, the reality is it's not work for me. I'm going to be able to travel to all these hot spots on a, on a moment's notice. And be yeah, that's excellent. Yeah, just that, get a, um, a load broker that's why I did and it. just. Get loads yep. to the locations that uh, you want to be near. All set up already, so that's what I'll be doing all summer, and, and hopefully collecting a lot of stories. And I can't wait to meet you know meet up with you again and check out some of these spots. So, so Chris, this um, uh, possible portal area in the San Luis Valley, um, obviously you're wanting to keep the location secret, but can you maybe tell us anything that's reported to have happened there that's kind of got you interested? He's only well, got a minute or two to answer. Yeah, Rosemary Ellen Guiley and I went out there uh, three years ago, and we were uh, accosted. Uh, you know, we had these very barely transparent, just kind of subtle uh, forms that that surrounded us there. And normally, when I go into the area, I, I sit for a while, I clear my mind, I enter it very, very gingerly. I don't just burst, burst in like a bull in the china shop, which I did that night. And we had some real validation, just a. Uh, a few minutes later, when we were back at the house, uh, that that you know <laughs> that my hunch was correct. Uh, it, it, I, I don't have enough time to go into all the stuff that's gone on around it, but I've been able to ID where it seems to all be coming from, and it's a hundred yard circle. Oh boy, we'll have to do a whole show on just about that. Ryan Skinner, we're just about running out of time. 
Can you tell our listeners if they want to know more about the work you're doing, where they can check you out? They can check me out at Skinwalker Ranch, S-K-I-N-W-A-L-K-E-R, ranch.org or .com. Uh, I recently, of course, just published the book, Skinwalker Ranch, No Trespassing. The, really, the reason is it's $2.99 is that's extremely undervalued, in my opinion, for the content that you're going to get in there. I'm not doing this. Uh, it might look like it's just for profit. I, I, I saw this as the most viable means to get that information out there. I just really want to saturate the market to, uh, to what's going on. And it, there, there's some information in that book that's never been presented uh, to anybody else. And it gives some insight into skin, uh, excuse me, Bigelow and, and his team's uh, mindset in regards to the ranch and, and other paranormal cases. We also had joining us Scoggs and Mackay and Shane, sometimes known as Riggy Wan or Forums, but his name is also Ryan. And we had him use his middle name just to avoid any problems with that. Chris O'Brien has OurStrangePlanet.com. OurStrangePlanet.com. His current book is Stalking the Herd. If you buy the book directly from his site, Amazon doesn't take their humongous profit. So it helps Chris and also Chris signs and numbers every single book you can find us on twitter where we are known as the paracast look for the paracast on twitter there are also two paracast fan clubs because we couldn't have just one on facebook we haven't figured out how that worked yet but there it goes or go to the paracast.com check out every single episode of the show since 2006 available for download so we appreciate Goggs Mackay, old friend, for joining us. Goggs, thank you. Oh, cheers, cheers, Gene. No worries. Great show. Shane, thank you for participating. Thank you. Been nice to finally be on. And Ryan Skinner, thank you for joining us on the Powercast. Thanks for having me again. The Powercast. Featuring Gene Steinberg and Christopher O'Brien is a copyrighted presentation of Making the Impossible Incorporated. Tune in next week for a new adventure in The Paracast.